I was thinking today how funny, uh, or maybe rather, this is a perfect example of doing something you enjoy versus doing something you have to, i.e. be that work or potentially a job you don't enjoy. Um, you could have your arm ripped off and it would be like, all right, boys, I'll, I'll be a little bit late, but still coming to the podcast. And as opposed to work, it's like, oh, how come you can't come in today? Oh, well, you, you know. Stop my toe. Bad, sl- bad sleep. Bad, <laughs> bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Another good example would be you had a abscess grow in your mouth and then pop on the way to the dentist mm. and you were still early somehow. Mm, what a niche so, example. Uh, but commitment. I think it, commitment. I think it covers um a select group of people. Yeah. yeah. I mean probably relatable. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Even if I couldn't make it, you know, waiting in the hospital waiting room, for example. Arm in esky, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it good for when they stitch you back on. I would, you know, use a service such as Google Duo or similar to call in and <laughs> you can set up a mic in front of the <laughs> device I'm calling through to and still participate. That could help us go viral. The only <laughs> issue with that was the Google Duo thing, dude. Who the who uses it? Google Duo? Uh, Google device users? Yeah. They exist, evidently. Yeah, but your text is still green on my phone, so... That's fine, I just won't text you. <laughs> Don't, <laughs> please. <laughs> See if I care. <laughs> nice crack. Lovely. What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number 13 of the Storm and the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. What's going on, fellas? I can't believe 13 already. Wow. Decent. Decent effort. What a consistent podcast that goes for about an hour and a half with just quality jokes, material, and basically covering all the ins and outs of the AFL. Probably one of the only podcasts to have 13 weeks straight of uh, episodes released, I'd say. Possibly the only podcast to be on the internet. Some people (laughs) are saying this. Some are saying... I've heard someone say that. If we use the... (laughs) Um, journalistic approach of people are saying, and it's Anne person on Twitter tweeting about it, then people are saying this. Oh, yes. you got to love that. Yeah, yeah. Sources. Sky News has reported that we are the only <laughs> podcast you should be listening to. Tom Hanks uh, was actually uh, convicted of being a pedophile last week. From uh, at underscore hashtag <laughs> X sniper boy, who has 13 followers. Very legitimate source. I don't know where he gets his information from, but... That's just good uh, investigative journalism. There's, there's integrity <laughs> behind that source as well. No blue check mark. Oh. Ooh. Well, we don't have one either, I don't think. Although we can't so. trust the big J blue check marks because mm. they all have an agenda or a you know political person in their pocket. Big J? Yeah, big journalist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a phrase people use all the time. People are saying, <laughs> "You haven't heard a big, <laughs> you haven't heard a big J." Before? You're the only big J I know, dude. Daniel Jason. No, no. Uh, all right, beep that out. <laughs> we got to stop doxing people. I don't think that's how doxing works, anyway. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I think like you have to say people's names are out in the ether. I guess. Yeah, names exist. Out and about. Yeah. yeah. You, Shouldn't no, have been born you idiot. Do, you can't do anything <laughs> with a name. No, like, no one is even adding us on Facebook after they hear our names. So, like, I think we'll be fine. 
Um, <laughs> this is a fact. This but is yeah, true. it's going on. Isaac. Uh, yeah, look, uh, not a lot. Just working, the huge. Still still working from home because uh, we still don't have new chairs in the office because of mould. They had to throw them out. So, um, Sheesh. Working from home for the foreseeable future until they get delivered. The boys can't order from Ikea? Uh, probably not, no. Yeah. Probably not. You know, Unlucky. Th- there's probably, you know, uh, set vendors of equipment, etc. That mark up probably like calls three or something. Times yeah, or something. the chairs yeah. are probably like <laughs> 600 bucks each for your stock standard. Kogan chair. Yeah, pain yeah. in the ass to sit on. Um, well, yeah, it's... Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got to spend it or lose it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Our budgets work. Yeah. Got to spend it the year before, otherwise you don't get the same amount. You can spend you, it on you useful get less. stuff like... No, 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 no. Speaking of actually... Pay the boys more. So every week or most weeks on a Wednesday, I, I work from home on Wednesdays regardless of if I'm working from home full-time or not. And most weeks on a Wednesday, I'll hear a uh, fighter jet fly over. Oh, I heard one today. Yep, you would have. Um, How fucking loud. Because they flew over my place, relatively close to your place, mm. as the jet flies, uh, five times today. The second time that they came over, like a little excited kid, I jumped up and ran to the window to have a look. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, that's more than one. Sounds like more than one. Because usually there, there may be one or two. So I'll go and have a look. When I looked, there was five. And one of them was significantly lower than all the others, and it was ridiculously loud today. And they circled over five times. So I think the old Defence Force may be spending their budget before 30 <laughs> June on fuel <laughs> so that they get the same allocation next year. Wouldn't surprise me because it's been every day this week so far. Or could it be that um, all the money Anthony Albanese saved by re-upping the French sub-deal got reinvested into into fuel into as jet well. fuel yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably probably yeah. that quick too yeah oh i the government is awfully efficient <laughs> they acquired this it is well so documented quickly. people are saying it all over the place people are saying that they can get things done in you know uh, weeks if not days <laughs> uh, that was uh, intense though it, it just kept going and going and mm. going I thought Pretty I loud. thought the quarry was blasting today, and then realised it was moving, and was like, "Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I hope that's not the quarry." <laughs> it's getting awfully close to my house here. Fair um, enough. Fair enough. Is that the segment Isaac's new friends on the outline, or do you have no? More these friends? that's that's these blokes down here on the floor. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's alright. Hey, we'll, fellas, we'll sorry. get to that. I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, Maddie, going on with you? I've been better, but uh, doing alright. Beauty. <laughs> no, nothing too eventful has happened uh, this week. It's been uh, pretty ordinary, actually. A, a riveting update. <laughs> Excellent. Moving on. How's your week been? <laughs> <laughs> He's memeing, right? <laughs> He's. It's a bit, right? <laughs> we did the whole thing about the Jets. E- Either that or I'm mentally retarded. <laughs> Keelan's going on. <laughs> <laughs> On to uh, Super Butcher, Butcher of the Week? No. Well, no fuck I've, me. I've got, you've you've got the, the outline? outline in front of you, dude. I'm have got a couple worse of... with the outline. <laughs> yeah, because... Clearly. <laughs> it's technology and he's not used to it. We've got a couple new friends in the room with us today. Uh, non-verbal, of course. <laughs> They're mute. Yes. So, 
I've got myself a, a couple of accessories to take to the uh, Suns vs. Pies game in a, in a few weeks' time. Brilliant. Uh, purchased myself a large printed Ben Ainsworth and Marby or Chole head to uh, throw up in the grandstands when, when the boys score. So uh, look out for us during the Pies game because uh, you probably will see us on TV. We'll be up behind the goals, second level, with the giant heads. And if they're not on TV, it'll be a travesty. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If they're not on TV, then I guess I'll just run down to the sunscreen section right behind the goals mm. and go sit down there with them. Have to. Mm. I'm yep. sure they'll be okay with it. Oh, absolutely. There's like a sensible be, group of people. Yeah, there'll be spots down there for yeah. sure. When you have the Legionnaire hat, you're... <laughs> <laughs> that hurt. If you have the flaps on, you'll be led in anywhere. Yeah. Mm, that's you're true. a special bro. All weather mode. Keep my <laughs> neck warm. <laughs> For... A little son's novelty parasail fan, <laughs> whatever you call. I have no idea. I don't know what a parasail is. I don't know why I said it. Yeah, weird uh, thing I to believe say. that's the big circular one that goes up behind boats and that's you <laughs> sit on a chair in the air. Uh, getting towed along. So, not at all what I was thinking of. A pinwheel. Mm. Mm. Also, probably not what you're trying I've to describe, but we'll. Um, <laughs> Will allow Is he thinking it? propeller hat? Yeah, he's thinking propeller hat, right? Perhaps. Man is Googling I mean, fan on hat. The <laughs> only thing potentially more weatherproof than a Legionnaire hat would have to be an umbrella hat, right? <laughs> uh, no, would disagree actually due to the uh, poor performance in the wind. It would uh, likely invert itself. Hmm. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, a legionnaire, you can kind of tuck into your collar. Mm. If it is the, g- really the good ones have like a rainy. little button or velcro on the on the good the in, ones in, I've inside never the seen flaps, anything like so that. they clasp around your neck too, around the front. Full so, coverage. Yeah, so you can wear your hat to the football and then rob a Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> and with the current Doubles price of petrol, a, who's not? <laughs> Doubles as a mask. All right, should we should we then move on to the unofficially sponsored Super Butcher Butcher of the Week? Ooh. Other butchers may be available. Absolutely. Kind of rude not to. All right. Uh, first nomination um, that may have been alluded to, but not really. Uh, Matt's Dental Hygiene. <laughs> I don't know why everyone's looking at me. <laughs> it's because he said your name. I have immaculate mostly. dental hygiene. I believe I only have 23 fillings at the age of 27. That's He's keeping up with the clock almost. Less fill- <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't have 23 fillings. <laughs> Maybe 10. No, I don't know. Less than five. You sure? Maybe. <laughs> I'm worried about your mental capacity. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show that. I may currently be having a root canal issue, but... I suffered a rugby injury in 2013, knocking four tooth teeth loose, <laughs> killing two instantly on impact, and uh, I would argue that perhaps this has nothing to do with a high sugar diet, but uh, the aforementioned rugby incident from nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, Not another case of Matt's shitty organs? And <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> 
one part of my body per week. <laughs> we'll be here all day. There's a roster. <laughs> uh, and I believe that impact included one front tooth being snapped in half. Clean in half. <laughs> Had to be uh, bridged and, yeah, I don't know, a whole bunch of work done to it. Not ideal. He hasn't been the same mentally since the incident either, so there's that going for him. <laughs> there's the underlying CTE undiagnosed. Yeah. <laughs> It, w- it was a rough week, actually. Um, the uh, incredibly talented uh, dentist, John, Dr. John, uh, who performed the surgery for me on the night, um, I went to chase him down and hopefully, I guess, see if I could get him to do the lace root canal, and he tragically passed away last year. Ah, what a shame. Uh, it was only about 50 or so. Mm. Um Very unfortunate. All of this to try and cover up that he is indeed nominated for Butcher of the Week. Unlucky, Matthew. <laughs> Trying to tell a sub story to get out of it. Not today. You're still nominated. <laughs> now, do you think you should just commit fully to the hockey teeth lifestyle, which th- is missing teeth? I don't think my family would be too keen on that. Well, I mean, you you get like, you know, the dentures to fill in the gaps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the plate and stuff, but... Could be fun. Mm. Keel just and whip I, them out occasionally. Keel and I have uh, talked about the immense uh, comedic value. Yeah, yep. Mm. Immense, not the word I'm looking for, but yeah. A single blood capsule and a denture while playing basketball could be mm. quite funny. <laughs> that could be great. Um, could we'll really find out who the real fans are because they won't be... That, all the real people will think, you know, it's just Matt's dentures. Exactly. They're listening to this. Exactly. <laughs> They'll be expecting it. But my pop always used to prank myself and my cousins with his dentures. Mm. Always plays. Oh, <laughs> never get to How can it not be? <laughs> Potentially could milk a foul in a crucial finals game. Mm. Holy f- <laughs> That would be huge. <laughs> MVP, surely. Maybe if you actually score some buckets as well as the... Like, you, you can't just draw one foul. Like, you're going to have to, like, play as you normally do with your spin moves and such. Yeah, it's not like hockey where you get a double minor penalty for causing injury to someone. True. When you get true. to play with an extra. You're going to have to sink the two free throws. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's holes in this plan. Just like my gums. <laughs> Unfortunate. Uh, I'd like to nominate Isaac's drinking problem. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Problems have solutions and you clearly don't have one. <laughs> My solution is just doing dry July and not getting uh, way th- too ahead of myself. I think you should just start start now, crack on, do a little bit extra. No, so I was sitting there last week <laughs> on, on Saturday afternoon, right? All I had to do was sit down and watch footy. That was the only thing I could do. Like, I do all my housework on Friday night to get it done before the footy starts because we... You should have late starts on a Friday, you yep. know, 7.50, whatever. You'd even uh, cleaned out the gutters and done the grouts? Uh, yeah, sure. Done yep. the grouts. Interesting. Yep. This was this was Saturday afternoon. So, like, the garden, everything's done, dusted. I'm sitting down. I'm like, well, the old missus is out at a show or something and doing her thing. Ooh. Probably just knock back a few cold ones after a few cold ones. And... Uh, just crack on and concede to doing dry July only. Baby, baby steps. It's a sad story, really. Yeah. I mean, it's um, not like it's every day. It's 
Friday to it's, Saturday my, night. Yeah, that's but you it. just you just knocked over that case in so little time. <laughs> 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 At least he admitted it. Yeah, yeah. We, we did get a message in the in the group chat, mm-hmm. so that was a that was a nice yeah. touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A self-nomination, if you will, I guess. Yeah. 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 As opposed to me, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Get over it. Oh, okay. No, nah, Isaac's <laughs> was a choice, though. So, if anything. <laughs> yeah. hey, um, f- first step is admitting it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have a potential nomination. I was listening to the AM radio. Whilst Ooh, well, that's the a, old school wireless. Go on. That's whilst a butcher of the week nomination for you again. Oh, just for oh, to <laughs> I'm driving to the dentist. Listening really? to the 1 a.m. station on the Gold Coast. Yep. <laughs> and the boys are talking about the death of local first grade footy. And they're, you know, imagine it, if you will. Uh, hello, John. Oh, I think it's tragic that people don't gather around the local field anymore and watch the first grade boys play footy because they've got NRL games now, you know, starting 5.30 p.m. and whatnot. Mm. And, and yeah, they... Go on a rant for about five minutes or something. But I find it hard to believe that these two fellas are going down supporting their local club as opposed to going back to their million-dollar homes from their fancy wireless money, (laughs) kicking back and watching some NRL on their, you know, nine-inch projectors. Given that it's AM radio, one of them was probably just a bloke that called in as well. It was one <laughs> bloke and a caller. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to Talkback Radio. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm assuming they both did go to their million dollar homes. Um, the the point is it's It's yeah. on the Gold Coast, so likely highly likely yeah. house price at the moment. Yeah. It's very easy to point out how everyone's a shit cunt, but do nothing about it yourself. Mm. But also they are on AM radio. Yeah, so they probably do actually go down and support the Surface Paradise Demons. They may do first, first whatever it is. It's a completely unfounded claim. I'm just, I don't know. Mm. I was in pain. Maybe I was just looking for something to be Absolutely angry about. Absolutely delirious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're very likely to be attending the local game, whilst also listening to the top flight competition on their little pocket radio. Uh, that's on move. their breast pocket. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely what they. I be love doing. a breast pocket radio. Though. Yeah. My, way more comfortable than the uh, cricket earpiece ones. Mm. And you absolutely know they're listening to the ABC Grandstand broadcast of the <laughs> of whatever footy show they're listening to. You paint yep. a compelling picture. Mm-hmm. And I, I listen to the ABC broadcast. Just well, to be yeah, fair. I mean, it's the best one. What other one are you going to listen to? Yeah. As they look around the empty stands, presumably with their beers, it probably is a sad sight. Mm. Bold, you're not just assuming it's a patch of grass in their camping chair. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> You've been be. to the Kuma Magpies? <laughs> well, the hell is Sitting in one? their car behind the goals. <laughs> <laughs> they are the stadium lighting. <laughs> Light bar High on. beams on, please, boys. Spotters on. <laughs> Not bad. Now, is it possible we have no nominations for the shit list? Because I've seen none here. Look, it'd be flogging a dead horse to put in KO Sports again, I was to be honest. I was but I <laughs> thought that'd be 17 <laughs> weeks in a row. Um, but it was all—it was for the exact same reasons again, though. Shitty oh, exactly. Audio. They just haven't fixed it, so I guess they can't get another nomination because it's the same. It's all the American stuff I've noticed. Yes. Which means it might just be the feed they've been given. 
There's a so loose wire under the fault. ocean somewhere. Don't you defend them. Someone needs to <laughs> unplug and replug a cable <laughs> somewhere along the way. It's an expensive job. Mm. Just to clarify, I'm not trying to defend KO Sports. I'm trying to find more content. Because if we can find... Because if we infiltrate the dealer, we can find the supplier. Ooh. Mm. And we could burn bigger, them down. Bigger picture. Yeah, it's probably ESPN that's just given them <laughs> yes. uh, an audio feed that's already max gain. Absolutely. The, the triflings of what's left from the day. I like trifle. In in terms of feed. Oh, yeah. 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 Trifle's usually a pretty good feed. Yeah. <laughs> I you guys want to make a trifle tonight? 98% okay. You got jelly? I got nothing, hey. <laughs> I've got Sponge? no ingredients Cream? in a trifle. No. <laughs> Fruit. I've got limes. Ooh. Uh, uncommon <laughs> trifle selection. <laughs> spicy trifle. <laughs> <laughs> lime. Man's just mixed up spicy and sour, dude. Oh, my <laughs> day. I, I am white. Yeah, okay. A zesty lime goes a long way. <laughs> Carbonated water and zesty lime. <laughs> oh, beauty. All right. Time for the round 13 recap. Time on. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. It gets worse every week. (laughs) That's the foghorn of a tugger that's been out in the dock, out in bay for 50 years. This tugboat's seen some shit. (laughs) Alrighty. Uh, a return to Thursday night footy, apparently unknown to us. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, our tips. Don't so forget the game tonight, 7pm. <laughs> I already tipped that just before. Yeah, so did I did this yeah. afternoon. Just because I had last Thursday off work, so I didn't get my tips in. Yeah. Um, saw the MCG host a clash between top eight hopefuls Richmond and Port Adelaide. Richmond coming in on four wins from their past five matches after turning around their average start to the season and Port coming in with five wins from their past six matches after their 0-5 start. Shout out, Owen. Powers, Power fans' prayers of making finals were answered, with Amon kicking the first goal of the match. The Power Posse were rounded up, were rounding up plenty of the footy early, feeding into Marshall, who kicked his first, giving the Port a two-goal lead. Power, power Posse upsets me, but I, <laughs> but, but I don't know why. <laughs> It's that posse power The power posse girls It's not about saying dirty words It's about words that sound dirty (laughs) Uh, Stephen Motlop tried the Dusty Martin But Noah bolted himself onto Motlop The ball spilling to Dusty Like a refreshing footy beverage Spilling on the way back to your seat And Dusty slammed back (laughs) It's the Tigers first goal Too many (laughs) parts They <laughs> kept coming. <laughs> like a five piece combo. Bam, bam. The tide turned Richmond's way and goals started flowing with the Judson River kicking back to back goals for his first and second goals in the big time. <laughs> Judson Clark kicked his first goal with his first kicking AFL footy. Shout out him. Welcome to the big leagues. <laughs> and Richmond kicking five in a row to finish the quarter up by 19 points. The power finding it hard to process what the Tigers were doing with McIntosh slotting the first goal of the second quarter and number six in a row for Richmond. Port were able to flip the switch and wrangle themselves back in the game, Marshall kicking his second and third goals and Charlie showing the MCG crowd he's got a huge Dixon (laughs) (laughs) on him right before halftime to bring the margin to eight points. 
Port would be rewalted with the start they allowed the Tigers to have in the second half, with Jack starting the scoring and Noah Bolter enjoying himself a not-so-quiet one. The Power restarted their celebrations, cracking open a bottle of wines, Ollie starting with starting three power goals in a row to end the quarter to make it a one-point game going into the final term. Power Pepper cracked open the Tigers' defense almost immediately to score within the first minute <laughs> and gave Port their first lead since the first quarter. A waning Gibka snap from the pocket restored the Tigers' lead and Richmond dusted off Martin and used him to steady the ship, sending a rocket into the third tier of the grandstand to put the Tigers up by eight points. But it wasn't a rosy finish for the Tigers, with Connor bringing the power back within nine, but Baker burst through the pack and rolled one into goal, kicking his first to help seal a 12-point victory for the Tigers. Richmond, 11-11-77, defeated Port, 10-5-65. Damn. Nice. And I got another uh, little note. some good comedy in there. Thank you. Congratulations. Uh, Feeling sorry for anyone who backed Shea Bolton for any time goal scorer. He kicked... Zero goals, five, including three behinds in the last quarter alone. His fourth behind was uh, about 12 metres out, diagonally, you know, a few paces from the corner of the goal square. And he uh, almost stumbled as he gathered the ball and then tried to dribble one into the goals and it just like curved away and went through to the left. (laughs) So you would have been pulling your hair out if you backed him. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's sadness. <clears throat> if uh, if anyone's ever wondered where Sportsbet get their seemingly endless marketing budget from, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've just, fi- <clears throat> as you were talking towards the end, looking at Chol, I've figured it out. It's not that his eyes are soulless, <laughs> because as previously mentioned, he's a soulful man. He's a soul man. It's <laughs> his face on the cutout looks like. He's generously not only picked you up from surfers from a botch night out, but given you his bed while he <laughs> generously <laughs> sleeps on the couch. He comes upstairs to bring you a glass of water and you've shat your pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just going, bro. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you could have just said he looks unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be setting a scene now, would it? <laughs> Uh, a storyteller. We we gotta we gotta give people something to listen to on their commute. <laughs> <laughs> really drag it out. Yep. Also, uh, uh, fuck you, Koshi. Another loss for Port. <laughs> <laughs> How good. No, so I reckon not in, the, not in the outline. That is entirely organic. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I reckon Port are one loss away from their season being officially done. Ooh. <laughs> Who do they play next? Um, they play Sydney on Saturday afternoon. There you go. Uh, and then Gold Coast travel down to Port oh, Adelaide well, and really, really put the nail in the coffin for Port. Yeah, it's absolutely. Got to watch that one. Uh, yeah, they're they're one spot behind Gold Coast, twelfth on the ladder, one game behind as well. So only uh, what the five wins so far. Hashtag finals football. Yeah, they're three games out from the eight. With, you know, more like 10 remaining. So, good luck to them. Catch it up. Do you think when, when the Suns make the finals, it'll be played at the Gabba or at the Solarium? Uh, you mean the MCG, right? Uh, fuck. The well, the home of no, you're absolutely the <laughs> AFL Grand Final, <laughs> perhaps. Well, I mean, 
when they eventually make it to the AFL Grand Final, not too hopeful this year, but you know, mm. anything you can when, happen. You're gonna when you know you're gonna be right eventually. Um, <laughs> so they're making the well. eight, like I said. <laughs> they're making the, it. Might take seventy years, like some of the teams, but yep. get there eventually. Ooh. Yep. Uh, making the eight, so you know, current top four. So that would mean you know they'd play first place. So maybe Brisbane. Melbourne have a hard run home, but still up there. Fremantle, right. Carlton. So, at this point, they're either going to have to play Brisbane in Brisbane, Melbourne in Melbourne, or Freo over in Perth. Uh, when it happens, when they make finals, I guarantee I'll be going. I'll sell a kidney if I have to get flights and tickets. How good. I'll be going for sure. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't hate it if Brisbane won the minor premiership and Gold Coast scrape in the eight and then, you know, quick trip up to Brisbane. For, Absolutely. for the finals. Absolutely. <laughs> that would be a lot easier. Yep. Did you mean I, I, I thought you were asking grand final and that's why mm. I hate, that's why it's I, well, I, actually, I was. Okay, okay. Cool. Actually right, it is cool. they play whoever's in fifth, so not first. It's not like the NBA. Because the first the top four play each other and they have a second chance if they lose, and then the bottom four play each other and elimination. Style, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it'd be you know, five six is whoever they'd be playing. Mm. So Geelong, St Kilda, Sydney, Carlton, Carlton, Collingwood, maybe if they Richmond, keep going maybe. up, Richmond, if they squeeze in, yeah, that means one but of we've teams, probably so. listed too many teams for an eight now. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true, that's yeah. true. Uh, so yeah, probably, probably a Melbourne team. It could ba- be based on statistics, of it's teams. probably going to be a Melbourne team. <laughs> the odds are in the favor of that for sure. Yeah, there's no money to be made on that market. But either way, when they make the finals, I'll be travelling down for the first finals that they've ever played. Oh, yeah, right. sure. I'd be keen. Lock it in, boys. I don't think we were invited. It's just going to uh, be Isaac <laughs> and his heads. <laughs> Three C. Me and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Taking up a whole row on the plane on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me you're buying a ticket for Chol Ainsworth. <laughs> <laughs> uh Actually, no, you're right. Maybe I could ditch them, like leave them with the actual players themselves and they could put them on the team plan. Oh. <laughs> the dream. Up, pick them up on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck them on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to it. Yep, after that Alrighty. lengthy distraction, we should probably move on to the second game of the uh, the weekend. <laughs> back to the MCG for Friday Night Footy. The Blues welcoming back Harry Mackay, looking to continue their finals push against the low-flying Bombers. Saw one of them today. How do you know it was a Bomber? <laughs> I assume they all dropped bombs. Well, I'm you've seen sure. Top Gun, have you? I, you know things now? Uh, maybe. I haven't seen it, no, but I assume, you know, you'd drop bombs from something in the sky. Right? Yeah, shoot missiles in it go... Yeah. <laughs> Same difference. I've seen Star Wars. To nobody's surprise, the Blues were tuned in early, hitting the scoreboard in a major key, first through the returning Jack Martin, then through Mackay. Matthew was attacking the ball like it owes him some money, earning himself a free kick and slotting the goal to give Carlton three in a row. The hot start didn't shake the Bombers, though, kicking three of their own, with Draper hanging for the grab and shot on goal, and Shill had a bit of protection from the umpires, converting his free kick for a higher tackle to give the Bombers a one-point lead. 
Charlie was back in his goal factory, converting his first shot on goal right before the first break <laughs> to restore the Blues' lead. <laughs> Harry was showing us, if at first you don't succeed, Mackay and Mackay again, slotting his second and third goals to bookend a five goals to two second quarter for the Blues. <laughs> I, I hated writing that one, if I'm being honest. Loved it and hated it. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I just laughed away from the microphone. <laughs> Let the record show I found it funny. Thank you. Also added to the blue score sheet was the Silvani surfer <laughs> flying high for the grab and goal. And Patrick, oh, the no. friendliest Crips on the block. <laughs> Sam Draper made sure the Bombers weren't completely hung out to dry, kicking his second goal, the Blues leading by 24 at the main break. The Blues could know exactly where the... The Blues could know exactly how to start a half, with Charlie dribbling home his second goal for the first of the second half. Fisher decided to get his own line wet, setting his hands onto a juggled ball and hooking his kick into goal. Not our mate Ben Hobbs had to finish the Socceroos were hoping they could replicate, slotting a goal in the bottom right corner with a beautiful first touch (laughs) off the right boot. (laughs) Oh, a little preview for the football, innit? (laughs) Maybe, innit? Oh, (laughs) innit. Matthew Owies, or should I say Owies, answered back with his second goal to make it really painful for the Bombers, (laughs) pushing the Blues lead back out to 38 points. (laughs) Dyson Heppel made the most of his 50-metre free kick after sucking up to the umpires and slotted his first goal of the match. Heading into the last quarter, we saw the Blues up by 28 points, but coach Michael Voss wanted more, giving the Carlton boys so much of a spray at three-quarter time, he almost started a new range of bottled water. <laughs> Let's dwell on that for a second. The last quarter was all played in minor key, with four points scored by the Bombers and two by the Blues, adding a dampener to an already wet footy match. Carlton winning to the tune of 12-8-80 to Essendon's 7-12-54. Now, if there was a new Voss water... Yes. So, the grey is taken and black is taken. What's black? Uh, sparkling, I think. Okay. I don't, yeah. I don't buy fancy uh, water, so I don't know. I bought it one time. It gotcha. tastes the same as regular water. Probably. Crazy, huh? Brutal. Um, I have a feeling this new Voss, though, would taste fairly different. There'd be but a bit of flavour in there, would I reckon. Would it be navy blue because he's the current coach, or would it be maroon because he's Lions a bit legend. Of a Lions legend, yeah. Mm. Ooh. I don't think maroon sells well, as opposed to navy blue. I'm leaning to maroon in, really? in Queensland. Ooh, and fair, then they can <laughs> change it to navy blue below the border. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would almost have to commit fully to the navy blue with a Carlton logo on it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And yep. it's got a little bit of chilli in there, like it's spicy water. It'd really get you going. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate that. <laughs> bit of chilli and lime. I think the navy blue would likely fit their marketing yeah, brief absolutely. a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Carlton logo like dead on the middle of yep. the glass part of the bottle would be yep. sick. Oh, and top of the lid. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. All right. So you're going to make my Voss, off you're that. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up. I better edit F- this episode and publish it as fast as possible. Yeah, as find evidence. us on. Yeah, find <laughs> us on. <laughs> find us on Twitter and Instagram. Message us there. We might not accept the message though if you look dodgy. Voss. So True. make sure it's from yep. a blue ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or maybe email us. Have your people contact our people. Yep. Official Voss. We're not going to put and, our email here. But. And, and by our people, <laughs> us three. We are yep. the people. We are the people. 
<laughs> is that a, that's a thing, right? That's a thing some people say. Yeah. Sure, oh. it's a sentence. Yeah, cool. All right. <laughs> people are saying it. We've said it. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, now I wish I could write essays as fast as I wrote this Hawthorne one. Um, Holy dooly. Yeah. Um, this one's a figure, country mile long. It was a great game, though. Uh, and Fair. look, strap. I in. think it'll read quickly. I hope. I hope so. <laughs> but like you know, Whew. it was game of the week, so that's all I'm going to preface it with. Game of the week. Be yep. cool. Has that been said by any non-Hawks <coughs> supporters? Uh, <laughs> people have said it. <laughs> <laughs> But unlike the other game I had to cover this week, um, this game was actually exciting to watch. <laughs> Spoilers. Kill them. Now, Hawks fans were hoping for a rainy afternoon in Perth coming in against a dominant Frio side with a well-documented problem with rain. Frio showed just how dominant they can be with the first center clearance of the game, finding its way into the arms of Rory Lobb, who kicked the first goal of the game. Five minutes later, Frio had two, thanks to Kyle Hardigan not putting his heart into the, his defensive duties, spilling a mark and allowing Griffin Logue to pinch the ball and pop a very sweaty handball over Blake Hardwick for a S- Travis Collier tap-in. A high tackle in the middle of the ground went the way of Hawthorne, the ball finding itself in the hands of Kashitsky inside 50 for a set shot to stop the bleeding and open the scoring for the Hawks 10 minutes into the quarter. What is a sweaty handball? Um, so... Uh, it's coming from FIFA when you have a two-on-one with the opposition keeper and you yep. draw the keeper out with your... Two-on-none, maybe? Nah, two-on-one. Two on so it's two attackers against the keeper. Yeah, and so okay. you draw the keeper out towards one attacker and then just pop the ball over Across. to the attacker for True. a very cheap goal. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, now, the Hawthorne response continued with two efficient goals coming through. Daniel, how did he kick it so well from the pocket on 50? And Jaeger, the super soldier, O'Meara. A three-possession center clearance from the Dockers saw Bailey Banfield edge the Dockers back in front by a point with the snap of his left boot. Dylan Moore continues to be impressive with his forward 50 pressure and brought down Hayden Young for holding the ball to earn himself his first goal of the game. A courageous spoil running towards the marking contest from Switzkowski saw him operate a play that ended with the returning star, Nat Fife, putting a handball over the top of in the goal to Lockie Schultz. The two combining for a goal I can only describe as sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> what what do we reckon, boys, about Nat Fife appearance-wise? We'll get there. Ooh. Luke Ryan must think Kaschiski is a pretty boy because he was caught holding him for too long. The resulting call getting paid as advantage and Chad Wingard scooping up the ball and strolling in to allow Hawthorne to take a three-point lead into the second quarter. Now, Chad Wingard just running off by himself with the ball after a umpire call seems to be his signature move now. It's happened back-to-back back quite a possum, few weeks. It's the isn't it? Like, it's, it's so a play dead and run away. Oh, well, this wasn't even his call, though. He just, like... Oh, even he, better. He, he just continued playing. Everyone, everyone else was like, fucking whistle, dude, and sheesh. Play the whistle, though, but... He didn't play the whistle and got rewarded, so it's confusing, isn't it? If, if you play on for too long, then it's just not worth bringing it back. 
Yeah, he'd already kicked the goal. He's, he's, called, <laughs> he's called their bluff. It must have been an advantage. He kicked the goal, right? <laughs> now, the second quarter started much of the same as the first, with Frio scoring early through first-time goal scorer Brandon Walker. Congratulations. Hawthorne found retaliation faster than they did in the first, with Dimply... Dimply? Lord... <laughs> Like a golf ball? No. (laughs) With with Dylan simply jumping more than everyone else at a forward 50 marking contest (laughs) and kicking his set shots dead straight to return the Hawks' lead. Frio couldn't take their hands off the handsome Hawthorne Hawks and gave Liam Shields a free kick immediately in front of goal to extend their lead and become the first team this year to kick seven first-half goals against Frio. Walter's Almost had himself a mark of the year contender right in front, but because he didn't mark it, we really shouldn't care. <laughs> However, Schultz did pick up the crumbs uh, and kick the ball under a, under a very low diving Kyle Hardigan, who hit the ground a little hard while Walters' kick dribbled across the goal line. <laughs> now, it was a tense 10 minutes after that with a couple of points going the way of both teams before another goal scorer emerged. It was Luke Bruce under the tutelage of Patches Houlihan. He dodged, ducked, dipped, dove, and dodged again before <laughs> kicking the final goal of the quarter. By my calculations, that would make the Hawks the first team to score eight first-half goals against Frio this season, uh, and I believe also the highest points total scored against Frio in an opening half. Um, the seven goals wasn't the highest total because some other team kicked a shitload of points against them in that first half. Mm. That goal took it over, I believe. Mm. Now, at the half, Frio, 6-6-42, Hawks, 8-4-52. Tight and going the right way of the right team. <laughs> <laughs> the third quarter scoring was opened by Frio with Michael Waltzering it in for a goal, uh, which was goal number 299, and then six minutes later, goal number 300. Congratulations. Congrats. Harry Morrison did something former Prime Minister Scott Morrison was never able to do, perform under pressure as he kicked a big thumping goal from just inside 50 to put the Hawks back in front. <laughs> the Dockers fought back and managed to get two on the board. Blake found himself in not quite acres of space, but it was enough to kick a goal. And then Bailey should have been banned from the field because he finished off another sweaty play from Frio as he received another handball over the top in the goal square. Wingard thought he had an easy peasy... <laughs> oh, Wingard thought he had an easy... Kick for goal about 25 metres out until it got even easier from a 50 metre penalty paid the way of the Hawks from up the field. A late tackle on Jai Newcomb. Where'd the peasy go? Uh, I was riffing on my... It was the end of the line <laughs> and so I put in easy peasy and then couldn't find the next line um, and uh, got lost. So we can... His easy peasy shot got even... Peasier, if you will. <laughs> People say that. <laughs> the easy sentence to read got even more difficult. <laughs> uh, and classic Wingard, he jogged it in uh, and kicked it from the goal line. Nice. And then 80s action hero James Ash found himself with a set shot and the score's level. He put it through to get the Dockers in front by six. The quarter ended with the pattern of Frio scoring two goals in a row continuing. Nat Fife kicking a goal on his return to the side. Too bad Isaac didn't mention him last week. I believe it was a later inclusion than the podcast because he wasn't in your list on... Returning goal kickers, yes, that's true. That's true. So, but 
avid listeners of the podcast should have picked up on that. Yep. Um, they should have checked the ins. Fact. And they should have just gone on the blind faith that he is a returning goal scorer and could have done the math themselves. Absolutely. Um, God bless. Now, the final quarter saw Hawthorne open the scoring through big man Ned Reeves and a set shot that would have been embarrassing to miss. It was that close in front of goal. The next goal was to come some 10 minutes later with Travis Collier sending an an Apollo mission of a kick into the air for his second goal. (laughs) It was like a torpedo, but he had kicked it. It it flew sideways, but perfect spiral. Helicopter. No, no, no. Like torpedo spiral. Like on... But sideways. Yeah, it like traveled. Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, it, it flew real funny. It looked... Maybe it was just the camera angle. Maybe we renamed that the UFO. No, no, it didn't. It was on. It was on. Yeah, like a forty-five. Yeah, like because yeah. it's defying physics. Like it shouldn't be happening. <laughs> it's got an odd propulsion system. Except it is. It was. A, <laughs> it was a identified flying object, um, as it was the football. So maybe a little bit of an issue there. Maybe <laughs> unconfirmed. Um, <laughs> there we go. UFO it is. Now it was a quarter for injuries on both sides of the ball. Hawthorne defender Sam Frost was able to will be able to rug up at home for the next four to six weeks as he left the ground with a knee injury. Blake Angel, Blake Blake Acres went down after getting brushed off by Luke Bruce. Acres leaving the ground with a bad hamstring, graded Ooh. as moderate, um, and the time out of the game, TBD. Frio Ruckman Sean Darcy also left the ground with an injury. However, the seemingly he seemingly never made the injury list, so. He might be just back this week. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they were just making the most of a free substitution or something. Probably, probably. Um, Now, we leave the injuries behind and return to the scoring with an extremely shocking behind from Hawthorne's lovable Irishman, Connor Nash. He had almost the same set shot as Ned Reeves did earlier. Uh, It was actually a little bit straighter for him as well. He pretty much couldn't have been more central, uh, and he kicked it to the left for a behind. My disappointment in Nash, though, subsided as he took an intercept mark in the defensive 50 and started a coast-to-coast move that involved Bramble and O'Meara before landing in the safe hands of Luke Bruce in front of goal. The veteran's feet are even safer than his hands, and he converted the simple set shot for a major. With six minutes left on the clock, there was now one goal in the game. The ball found itself in Frio's forward 50 and a scrap ensued, with neither team managing to get a meaningful possession until the ball landed at the feet of Andrew Brayshaw who managed to back into Harry Morrison and soccer the ball in with the composure any Premier League striker would be happy with. The remaining five minutes didn't see another goal and saw the game end. Frio 14-11-95, Hawthorne 12-10-82, Frio by 13. Huge. It was a very fun game to watch. Now, uh, as you touched on before, Nat Fife's return. Yep. 21 disposals. A goal and ten score involvements. He oh. played in both the midfield and the forward line. Not bad. But he kicked two behinds before he kicked <coughs> his one goal. Yes, he uh, he wouldn't have come into consideration for um, returning snagbaggers uh, because he had no data to back up his average for the season because he hadn't played yet. Ah, uh, yeah, that's fair. Fair, but given that he's a alleged superstar, it is Nat Five. Alleged. I would have I would have uh, <laughs> chucked him into the. Um, but also, actually, um, his he's look is playing. Of a superstar. Yeah, it's not. 
but also he's been <coughs> getting tossed into the midfield more, and he actually started exactly. in the midfield and didn't 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 score anything until the second half when he got moved to the forward line anyway. So mm-hmm. I I um, think he has that Benedict Cumberbatch effect going on. Which is elaborate. Well, <coughs> Benedict Cumberbatch exists in the plane which is neither ugly nor handsome. Oh, I get you. Are you saying he's supremely average looking or he's interesting looking? Interesting. Interesting, I think Mm. is what he's like models. Yes. 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 Except without the super hollow face. Yeah, but that's just an eating disorder thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. That's a product of their environment more than <laughs> <laughs> more than genetics. It's a um, it's definitely a nurture versus nature kind of situation <laughs> in that case. Um, a couple of quick stats. Um, Amira topped the Hawks. Um, quick stats, mate, in it. <laughs> um, with thirty disposals and a goal. Um, and I I think he was best on ground for the Hawks. Uh, Brayshaw was immense for Frio. Uh, he played a crazy game with his amazing sock goal and also 37 disposals. Mm. Now, the AFL writers said Hawthorne showed... Not us, um, although I had this take, so it's fine. Hawthorne showed strength, and even though this game is their seventh loss in eight games, which sounds shocking. That's not a great stat. It's not great. But five of those defeats have been less than 30. But hear me No out. one expected this to be, except for me, expected this to be an actual finals run year. Um, no, that's, And they've that's threatened true. a major upset in this game. That's very and true. And show promise and that they aren't far off really what they're hopefully trying to be working towards. Fair um, enough. I mean, less than 30 is a bit of a stretch to like assess those five <laughs> games as close games. Like That's still five goals. Oh, so. they're not close, but yeah, they're yeah, closer yeah. than what North consistently get beaten by. 50. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 49. Yeah, I get it. Whatever. Crazy. More to come. A, a, a win for the good guys, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the good, handsome fellas down at North Melbourne Football Club. Mm. Uh, Matty, your thoughts on Nat Fife's look you wanted to discuss? Oh, that was about it. That he's interesting looking. Ah, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he had wrapped it up, so I moved on. Ah, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You, weren't, sorry. you weren't commenting on his... Um, goatee or something like that oh that should be sported by oh yeah like, true that's yeah. news you to know, me 43 year old dads he, he has a goatee now he, he also owned, probably owns oh. a shitty motorbike because of that goatee as well <laughs> yeah mo- uh, an, unreal, oh, an so unreliable motorbike it, I, it didn't look like that oh, okay. at, at the game maybe he trimmed it up a maybe bit maybe he trimmed it up I think because uh, I would have remembered that, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. that is was he rocking the, um, the head tape or headband like he had been doing so. in previous years. Yeah, and I mean, his both his Doesn't shoulders help. are extreme tapage. Oh, yeah, he's sponsored um, by Elastoplast for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's got stocks in him at least. Yeah, I mean, that would be... Number one customer. Surely there's some sort of conflict of interest at that point, given that he's, he's, got he's a, inflating <laughs> the shit out of their he's stock got a, He's got a Band-Aid black card. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I would love one of those. <laughs> Band-Aid, Johnson and Johnson. I prefer as a Rafa's black card, but it is what it is. Now, we move to a lovely Brisbane Saturday night where we saw the Saints come and fight against the Lions at the Mm Gabatois. In a low-scoring first quarter, Dan Butler thought he had been served up a crazy dish of luck when he saw his massive bomb float in from the heavens, looking like it was going in for a behind, but then the bounce sent it careering towards the middle of the big sticks. 
just for it to bounce again on the lo- uh, before the line and help itself into the hands of a lumbering Harris Andrews for no score. Unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> the commentators were going crazy at that point. Like, oh my God, no, unlucky. Um, and now after saving uh, one would-be goal, Harris gave Max King a chance to convert for free when he held him on a one-on-one marking contest. The young gun putting it through for the first of the game. Brisbane supporters thought they were in for a sure goal when Joe Danaher took a mark inside 50. The big forward managing to put it wide for a behind, keeping believers of Isaac Snagbaggers on the edge of their seats, waiting yes, for their bets to roll in. Yes, sir. Max was being treated like royalty by the umpires. where He received another free kick in front of goal when Devon, not the sandwich meat, Robertson collided with him in the air <laughs> while taking a mark. The Saints fans had their sensational banners up for the young king as he scored his second. Beauty. Love that. It, they, they, that that's not me making a joke. That's literally it what the banners said. Yeah, yeah. No, I wrote it down. Yeah, okay, nice. <laughs> um, it took the Lions a long 20 minutes for them to find their first major. And thankfully for the Snagbaggers fan club, Joe Danaher came through. He folded his long body in half to reach the crumbs <laughs> at the bottom of the pack and banged through his goal. <laughs> Now, the Gabatoir is an imposing name for a stadium and it didn't match up with the stadium celebrations for Danaher's goal. From Disney's Frozen's Let It Go... Sorry, from Disney's Frozen, Let It Go played. And a melee broke out amongst the players. (laughs) The umpires tried to break it up, but they simply couldn't. Their cries of Let Him Go were overshadowed by the pop of of a dance (laughs) remix echoing through the stadium. The song shortly changed uh, as Take Me Home, Country Roads played as Charlie Cameron converted his free kick that was awarded during the scuffle thanks to an RKO from Brad Crouch. Now, I would argue Mr. Brad Crouch was pushed into the RKO (laughs) by a Lions player. In the replay, you can very clearly see it. His arm just literally just happens to wrap around Mm -hmm. Charlie's neck. Uh, But it is what it is. His arm shouldn't have been up that high. The quarter ended with the Lions up by three. (laughs) Brad Crouch made up for his wrestling early in the second, pulling down Marcus Adams for holding the ball and converted his free kick. McCluggage deliberately rushed behind, gave away a free kick on the goal line for Jade Gresham. And then another free kick saw the next goal. Lincoln McCarthy got pushed in the back and it delivered the Lions' first goal of the second. 21 minutes later, we saw midfielder Daniel McKenzie take a mark that looked like it looked a little sussy but it was paid and kicked in the last minute of the quarter. Uh, no, kicked the last of the quarter. Lions three six twenty four. Saints five six thirty six. And when I say a little sussy, I mean um, the man fully dropped it, but it happened to he happened to fall in a nice enough way that it <laughs> was in between his arm and his hip. Um, Bit of luck. Yeah, umpire must have been standing on the other side of him or something. Now. After sending the Saints nicely into the main break, Daniel McKenzie tried to take another leaping mark early in the third. Unfortunately, he came down hard and had to get subbed out with concussion. A late high hit on Brisbane's Brandon Starshevich probably wasn't hard enough for him to see stars, but it was hard enough to deem a 50-meter penalty, the resulting goal bringing the game to six points. Joe Danaher was seemingly the only player capable of scoring a goal that wasn't handed, um, handed to him by an umpire. He took a massive leaping mark to set himself up for his second goal of the night. As soon as I noticed that a lot of goals were coming from free kicks, everyone decided to start scoring from open play. Jack Higgins had one for the Saints and a push in the back after the fact for his efforts. 
Zach Bailey then had one a minute later for the Lions, and three minutes later, the free kicks resumed when Mitch Robinson got a holding the ball free paid for him inside the Lions 50. Jade Gresham decided to make the scoring interesting again as he played on from the mark uh, on 50, getting himself a nicer angle around Marcus Adams and lowered the Saints' margin to two. The fourth quarter was very one-directional, with the vast majority of the scoring opportunities going the way of the Lions. However, they couldn't capitalise on enough of their chances and ended up kicking three goals eight for the quarter. Only their inaccuracy keeping the Saints in the game as they weren't able to muster much themselves. They kicked a measly one goal two in the last. (laughs) On a nice note though, Joe Danaher managed to keep being dangerous. He kicked his third and final goal for the night when the ball literally fell into his lap. Brisbane ended with 10 goals, 18 for fuck's sake, 78. <laughs> Saints, 8, 9, 57. Now, the Brisbane engine room was their main shining light with Lockie Neal having 37, Hugh McLuggage getting 33, uh, both rising to the occasion. The late Brisbane resurgence, though, could also be put down to the Saints only having two fit players on their bench. They had three outs due to injuries in the game. Mitch Owens' concussion, Dan McKenzie' concussion, and Zach Jones' hamstring. So they were... Knackered, no legs on them yes. at all. Mm. Yep. Uh, and Brisbane fans will be very hopeful for what's coming up. They have a tough game this week against the bye and then uh, <laughs> Melbourne, which will be a uh, very big game considering they're not finding form at the huge. moment. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brisbane actually play Melbourne uh, after the bye and then last round of the season as well. Wow. Melbourne twice. <laughs> Melbourne's got some tough games coming up. Yikes, poor fellas. Unlucky. But Don't um, be so good. That's what happens. Old mate, <laughs> old mate might be back though. That's true. Who's old mate? Uh, Stevie May. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how many weeks he, was he may or for. may not be back. We'll see. Haha. Over to the North Cap. Reading off a screen. Oh wow! Crazy. <laughs> so just to clarify, I don't know what app he's using because it's the smallest text I've ever seen on a screen. Yeah, have you heard of Zooming? Also, man asked to plug in um, his laptop, which also isn't his, it's his sister's, um, and now is not reading off the laptop. It was kind of awkward. It can be converted into a tablet with the press of a button. It even has a stylus it has pen. a stylus ready uh, to go. I've, I've <laughs> I forgot about that feature. <laughs> So Clearly, he could have handwritten his notes on the laptop instead. <laughs> <laughs> Best of both worlds. It's very interesting uh, that you brought up a Disney joke because I think our fans are going to go absolutely nuts at this next one. Mm. Gangbusters, some may say. Mm. Two Disney jokes in an AFL podcast. What a time to be alive for <laughs> Disney fans. The Don't Venn, go anywhere. The Venn diagram of Wait, Disney fans more. and AFL fans <laughs> is a circle. circle. <laughs> <laughs> Matty Flynn Ryder found himself tangled up in an unwinnable contest against two giants. That's one for our North Macedonian AFL Disney fans. <laughs> As I actually don't understand that because I'm not North Macedonian, I guess. Uh, there's but a character called Flynn Ryder in the movie Tangled. Tangled. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Tangled um, as I was an adult when that came out. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. Mm. As Tristan Cherry Ripe and veteran half-Jewish athlete, I know, I was surprised too. Goldstein displayed dominance <laughs> securing 27 and 33 hitouts, respectively, to Flynn's 11. Now you're probably thinking... Had North lose their ninth straight with a margin of 49 despite this amazing effort from centre bounce? Well, 
climb into a pouch, nice and snug, because we're going to hop to it. Oh, it's a kangaroo thing, isn't it? It nice. is. Nice one. <laughs> i got something in my eye, and it's really sore. It's just Tears from North Melbourne losing <laughs> again. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> repressed memories. I was going to throw Matt's shitty organs under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> All valid. <laughs> Criticisms. North started out the game strong with a free kick right off the first bounce and it was all downhill from there. Missed marks, terrible passes, terrible kicks, all around first class business ticket to Spain. As for GWS, full credit to the boys. In yellow, who marched GWS 100 metres down the field for the major inexcusable offence of Flynn Perez running past Lockie Ash. Literally did not touch him Nothing dangerous at all. 100 meter walk. Was I'm, I'm sure that's what happened. Was <laughs> Lockie Ash... In the protected zone? In, was Lockie Ash taken a, taken a kick and he had a bubble around him? As we move on. <laughs> 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 no. Um, actually, yes. This clip was conveniently left out of AFL.com's mini-match recap. Sussy, perhaps. Or perhaps it wasn't... Um, <laughs> one of the many goals in the game, so they deemed it um, not noteworthy. N- yeah, not wor- noteworthy in any <laughs> had no, way. Had no impact on the outcome of the game. <laughs> yeah, given that it's simply a professional AFL player disregarding the rules, it should not be entered into the mini match recap. No, no. Probably, so, sh- probably showed dissent for the second 50. To yeah. add up 100, <laughs> it <say>. was. <laughs> Something like that. The uh, score at this time was 15 to 52. In GWS's favour. So, no love lost. And genuinely mean this. A tremendous effort by Sydney. Uh, But in summation, we here at STB wish all the boys and girls in yellow a very pleasant week. Hope we can continue to see good, safe, free-flowing footy. Being completely sincere. (laughs) Yep. 100%. Shout out to the umpires out there. It's a tough gig. It, it actually is because you end up with fans like Matthew who are trying to defend their shitty team <laughs> <laughs> who can't, who literally can't defend no, themselves. No, no, So dead... <laughs> <laughs> dead set. Perez, uh, the ball... Zebel caught the ball. It was yeah. a play on. He kicked it straight up into the air. Yeah. Lockie Ash and Perez sort of both went for it. As Lockie Ash took the mark, Perez was going for a hit out. Or like to a spoil, hit yeah, a spoil, and ran right past him. No contact made whatsoever. Fifty meters was paid. Um, Lockie Ash himself was like, "Well, or, I mean, I'm going to take it, obviously." Mm. Um, and then I think when everyone was sort of looking around, questioning what had happened, another fifty. It was a little bit disappointing, but the score was fifty-two to fifteen. So D- didn't make a difference, no. did it? Yeah, fifty-two it to twenty. One doesn't have the same ring, does it? <laughs> now, as unreliable as a deadbeat, meth-addicted parent, North couldn't string more than one pass together. No amount of waterworks from the child in and out of the homes, aka veteran Goldstein, would remedy this, as his frustration towards Horn Francis into halftime was returned with, shut up, going out for some darts, and he never showed up again. Seriously, Mans gave up. Second half, it was tragic. It's unclear who to blame. Is it the fault of the team, the coaching, or has perhaps the system failed them? Not a peep out of you, Keelan. (laughs) First, it's giving women the right to vote. Oh, my God. Then what? Free dental? (laughs) 
fuck, that'd be nice. I need two root canals. <laughs> oh, I'm in a lot of pain, so that'd be pretty sweet, actually. Well, if we all voted Greens, we would have got free dental. Hey, what do you mean? We're living in, in Greensland, mate. <laughs> Didn't well, you see the results? We did all right. Sorry. I meant the royal we as in all of Australia. <laughs> now, um, just want to clarify, I had, an, I had a reminder set for 7pm tonight. Tell Matt you're wrong about North, they suck. Matt, you're wrong about North. They suck. We did not win by 12. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Sorry, you can Well done. I appreciate that now. reminder. Good yeah. job. I actually like how it ended up actually somehow right in the middle of your North <laughs> recap. Too. Right on the dot. That's perfect. Oh, nailed it. Himmelberg in halfback against North was such a treat for the GWS thousand-year-long Third Reich, whilst Allied forces watched in awe of McVeigh's engineering feats. But unlike the infamous air balloon event, Harry was on alternate timeline where he not only successfully landed, but inhaled every ball within a 15 meter radius, as well as scoring a goal himself. Every ball, huh? Not bad. It lit- he was immense. They could not get past him. Boys, I think we might have to pick another adjective here in a second. There's a lot of immenseness being thrown around. It's just such a good word. I used immense like once. <laughs> At least twice. No, yeah. I don't know. Definitely once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where you go. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, half kangaroo himself, some believe, brought a tear to many fans' eyes, kicking a huge goal in the fourth to secure a sub-50 point margin loss for the <laughs> franchise. That's right, boys. North only lost by 49 this week. Yeah. <laughs> Just soaking it in. Anyone watching the game, though, could tell you within the first five minutes that North never had a chance. Disposals, uh, respective North than GWS, 295, 432. Kicks, 173, 258. Marks, 69. Nice. 149. Buckle up for this one. Uncontested possessions, 176 to 308. Pray for North Melbourne. <laughs> Final score, 53-102. I just want to clarify, <clears throat> nice after 69 was actually scripted. <laughs> it was. With that organised. I wanted the boys to know. <laughs> now, now we've got um, <clears throat> North Melbourne racking up another loss to the bye this week, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By, what do you reckon the line is against the bye? <laughs> 20. Ne- yeah, negative 20. No, negative like 33 and a half maybe against the buy. Yeah, that seems a bit right. <laughs> Oh, it's negative for... Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah, they have to lose. In favour of the buy. I, yeah, I yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got um, a quick note on this. Oh, no, you can go. No, 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 no. I've got a note as well, but feel free. Mine's about the next game, so I'll wait. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so, obviously, that little uh, discussion with Horn, Francis and Goldstein yep. wasn't a great look. No. Uh, yeah. Lots of uh, big J's out there this week saying, you know, <laughs> Show a bit of support. Yep. For the young fella. He's only eighteen, to be fair, you know. Yep. Uh obviously we discussed him maybe sussing out going back to South Australia the other week. Yep. Could be even more on the cards. Um he's so sick of playing for North Melbourne that he went and struck someone and got a two week suspension, so he's got three weeks off without having to lose. So smart fella. Um and what a guy. maybe he'll make his way back to <laughs> Adelaide in those few weeks off and sort out a deal for next season. Three weeks off, so how, uh, what, six days? So he can drink for like... 
he can have it. Uh, hold on, let me let me check maths. when they it's play. Like Twenty one, so he can have like fifteen days. He can have a fifteen two, day bender three. in the Barossa. He's on Saturday afternoon. On his return, so oh. one forty five. So maybe take. So like he can drink for a full two weeks or yeah, something. Two weeks yeah, two weeks straight easily, yeah. Yeah. and it'd be fine. Yep, no sussies after that. Although, given that he's eighteen, he's probably not going to the Barossa realistically, is he? He's probably having fucking UDLs downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and some uh, dive bar nose candy. <laughs> Shout out to Vinny's Dive, the home of Gold Coast music. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't a good look. It, it was pretty tragic. He he gave up the second half. Yep. He didn't want to be. Out, he clearly yeah. didn't want to be out there. Um, so. There's a lot of issues going on with North Melbourne. I didn't document this take, but I think think it was Eddie Maguire's take. Otherwise, it was some other fella on uh, the footy recap on Nine or whatever, where they all sit around and talk for a while. Yeah. Yep. Um, he he reckons his value is actually going to go be down at the end of the season because he's not putting in the effort that Probably. he that he could be. Most he's likely, not, he's not defending or putting on the pressure that he should be. Yep. Um, and he reckoned uh, North's only option realistically is to actually sell him this season because if he's not going to do it this season he's not going to try again harder next season no yeah why would he and he'll be w- worth even less yep. Mm. Um, yep. yeah a lot so of concerns Adelaide move really on the cards according to the experts potentially <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah he had a pretty quiet game eight disposals yeah uh, four kicks four handballs yeah, but doesn't two, two marks, two tackles, and a behind. Yeah, so and he's for not a, a midfielder, he, and he's not a Draymond Green either. He's not providing Defensive copious amounts of pressure, pressure no. or anything. No, um, he's not. You know, he has nothing but his stats. Stalking people back to their team huddle or um, swearing <laughs> at officials or jumping around, stamping his feet like a child throwing a tantrum or anything like that. Um, so yeah, it doesn't provide that. Isaac doesn't have anything against Draymond game Green. Game shaping <laughs> presence that Draymond Green has. <laughs> hey, the man's good. All right. All right. Uh, at what he does, sorry, I should have clarified. Yeah, he's he's, he's good pretty at, good at complaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Onto the pies. <laughs> yeah. After Collingwood's fourth behind and marching Nam down the field for failure to stand approximately zero point zero 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 one seconds after the call to score their third goal, Brian Taylor confidently announced, "She's done. Game's a hundred percent over. Six feet under." In the grave, spread the ashes now. <laughs> hmm. Who gets buried and cremated? Sorry, the pies. The pies. <laughs> <laughs> the pies after kicking, I guess, four behind straight. <laughs> <laughs> Magnets in the left goalpost, possibly. We don't know for sure. No, nah, they're probably just shit. Oh, actually. Oh, yeah. This is a conspiracy that floats My... around the NBA a lot, and it may even be more feasible in the AFL. Yep. My magnet stocks went up this week, so it's your rare, your rare earth. Yeah, my stocks. rare earth. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought this was a very interesting uh, opinion. Let's see how Brian Taylor's hot, spicy, just like Super Butcher's primo Spanish chorizos take fares come the final siren, shall we? I'll remind you, the score margin is a measly fourteen points in a game of AFL. Take that as you will. It's over. It's done. Cooked. In in the first quarter, it's done. BT himself don't, said it. Don't even bother playing the rest. Just that go is home. a three-scoring chain game. They're done. It's game over. Yeah, game over. It's, it's well documented. They're not going to have three-scoring chances in the remainder of the game. <laughs> this is well known. 
Dacos to Noble, back to Dacos. That's right. Wait, I fucked up. (laughs) 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 The joke was, there's two Dacos brothers, and they play for the same team. Yeah, he was meant to not say back to Dacos, because there's there's two of them. (laughs) (laughs) The Dacos brothers, along with Noble, are a lethal trio. Uh, Absolutely just moving the ball amongst each other, like three grown real men. That's a bloke who's over six feet tall playing keepings off against our short kings. Along with my check's sniper-like precision, the Pies were on a mission to defeat Melbourne at the G. 26-34 to 34 going into halftime. Brayshaw was huge. Huge for the Demons. Playing like a coked-up bikey bouncing for a club in Surfers Paradise. The man would not allow anything through his defensive 50 unless you were rocking up with seven women. Seven women minimum. <laughs> but much like Hodor in the godforsaken TV mess of a series based off that book, he could hold the door no longer as Magpies came swooping in to finish off kicking seven of the last eight goals. Tons of other stuff happened, but we only have so much time and I saved the best for last. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, the Pies won. So up there's the, also that. Up the Pies, Dan yep. was happy. Red Hot Pies. As we continue... Unlike the footy players. (laughs) (laughs) It was hard to find fault with any player on the Collingwood side. A few kicks went astray in the first, and there were many standouts, but one victor emerged from the pack of greats, like Batman in the DC universe. I'd argue that Superman's more powerful. There are tons of other DC heroes, I would assume, or perhaps look at Halo. Everyone wants to be Master Chief, not some grunt soldier. They're not handling the Spartan laser. That thing must weigh 150 kilos. Easy. Mm. The point is, Batman was the Lone Star Ranger. Not Tex, but Mason, who did much more than just walk, but is from Texas. The goggled crusader got it all done everywhere in the field for the pies. From winning rocks, accelerating down to outside 50 to belt a screamer of a goal, or collecting heavily contested defensive marks, like taking pills from a blind senile patient in a retirement home. It was too easy for Cox. <laughs> the seven-foot giant even bent down whilst running, scooped the ball with one hand, and perfectly weighted a handball to Jamie for another Collingwood six. He's 6'10", but, you know, yeah, close enough to seven feet. Yeah. <laughs> As KD wishes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's seven-foot in certain circles. <laughs> a seven-foot man who can run, let alone pick up something off the ground in motion, is truly a triumphant feat. In itself. Mm-hmm. Long way down. <laughs> now, calm down, listeners, before you say anything. I'm clearly not writing on Cox's enormous appendage. If I'm recapping the game live right now, and as we all know, after a spin on the immense girth of the Texan weapon, one dies from organ displacement. Oh, my God. I mean, that's just fact. You spelt girth wrong. Yeah, because it's funny to spell it that way. Girth in it. <laughs> it's got a lot of girth. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pies won. Collingwood for 82 at the Siren. Demons 56. Now, I uh, think I recall something about uh, BT, maybe. Was it Was it something he may have said, perhaps? Yeah, he said something. Yeah, what, 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 what did he say in the first quarter? I can't remember. 
Don't uh, have, I don't have any notes on the first quarter. Something getting something, buried. And, yeah, yeah. I, I guess the pies were exhumed in the third quarter at some point. <laughs> yeah, and pieced back together. <laughs> now brought I, back to life. <laughs> I've got a quick fact check. Spartan laser weighs twenty kilograms. I googled it. No way. Yeah, because not just the Master Chief uses it. So shitty reference. I can't handle this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Mason Cox does not look like he might be able to run, but fucking hell, he does not look comfortable running. Hey, he looks so awkward running. <laughs> he oh, he's like a horse with its legs taped together. Yeah, he's all length. When he kicked that goal, from, <laughs> <laughs> when he kicked that goal from like almost fifty out on the run, oh. I was like, "This isn't making the distance," because everyone knows he can't kick a ball more than thirty meters, yeah. apparently. Um, but yeah, he like galloped into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> but the length of the lever really allowed oh, him absolutely. to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, a lot of string. drill at home. Yeah, he had some good ball velocity once it hit the boot. <laughs> that, that speed coming through. True. He the ball must have been accelerating for a good fifteen <laughs> minutes off his hands onto his boot. There's no guide it from the hand to the boot when you're that tall. It's just drop it and hope it lands somewhere near your foot. Right? Exactly. Exactly. How how does a spun laser only weigh twenty kilos? I don't know. It's in the future. <laughs> yeah, it's probably made from carbon fiber or something. To be fair. Yeah, that's also There's fully really loaded as well. These, these it, days, that weigh less. Oh, so way more than that for sure. So, the fun fact, all right, is that someone's sweaty enough to put in (laughs) that it weighs 19.07 kilograms empty and 20.4 kilograms fully loaded. So, the halopedia.org is a a place to be. It's a well-established universe. I don't remember ever getting told how much the Spartan laser weighs. (laughs) And I've played every... Look, they might do it in Infinite because I haven't played it yet. But in every other Halo game, no mention of the weight. The point was, Master Chief is the sickest. Batman is the coolest. Fact. Yeah, okay. Mm. Even though Superman is most powerful, no one actually wants to be him. No. Yeah, but No, exactly. Not courageous, doesn't take any courage to be the best thing on the planet. (laughs) Like Although, he's never scared of anything because he doesn't have to be. He needs a resurrection the same way Nolan did to Batman, I would argue. Because in most people's eyes, he's... Henry Cavill play, does an excellent job playing him. In and a man years. rocket. Yep. Mm. But... And he paints Warhammer. He's... <laughs> he's Built still, his own PCs. He's yeah, he's still a ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. And he's ripped up like a bad report card. <laughs> <laughs> Superman. Superman is just a big dude who wears underwear and bright on blue the outside suits. Yep. yep. And a cape. It's a little bit weird. And uh knockups. Yeah. Well documented. He must be knock-ups. sweating all the time, right? I'm sweating right now. Me too. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's got a full get-up on with... Surely he's got two pairs of undies, like one inside, one outside, right? Well, they might be built different from Krypton. His Krypton fair, rope must be fair. flopping around everywhere inside his get-up. Have you seen how tight it is, bro? There's no <laughs> way it's flopping around. Look, just off the top of my head... Maybe it's retractable. Maybe... 
<laughs> Mine basically is. <laughs> right off the top, maybe a new Superman movie where it's a little bit gritty and Superman lasers off some guy's leg to send him a no, message. No, they tried to do that. They, they, they tried to make Superman kill someone and it just it's just not Superman. When was that? They, Superman uh, killed the guy in the first new Superman movie. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. What about like Didn't he kill Amazon's and The Boys? In the, mm, nah, too much. That's like a real deal. That's, no, that's too real version like, of Superman. If you, if you make Superman the, the gritty guy straight away, then he's got no arc. Fair. Make him the, the, the little goody two-shoes or whatever that he is and then break him down and destroy him. How, how do you make him be a good guy but not lame? Well, it can just be a different movie. Mm. Like, I don't know. They could add some comedy. Mm. There's nothing funny in DC. Literally zero laughs. Superman takes himself too seriously. The Riddler like, did not pose one funny riddle. This is true. <laughs> okay, that's a diff- That There's nothing wrong with that movie. Riddle with, me this. With, with, no, the Batman. <laughs> the Batman with sleep-deprived Batman is definitely a Batman I wouldn't want to be because I do not function well on little sleep. <laughs> But that movie's great. But you wouldn't you wouldn't want Superman in that, I don't think. So you're saying we should bring back realistic or more realistic superheroes with realistic no, body figures like the Adam West Batman. No, 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 no. <laughs> in no way am I saying that. <laughs> don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm saying like if yeah, just like make it good. The Batman's good, but I don't think you want a Superman movie that's like the Batman because the whole thing no, is that I he's agree. extreme. I agree. Like, ex- like extremely powerful. I think we Get- can hit the good middle ground. You can make a Superman who is the altruistic good guy mm. with a dark sense of humor. And when I'd he- probably watch that actually. And when he sweeps in and swoops in and catches Lois Lane saving her life, she goes, "Wow!" Like you can bend skyscrapers, stop trains, and you catch me and save my life. He goes, "Well." Took a little bit of practice, and then it can just oh. cut to a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was going so well until you said the wheelchair thing. Well, Superman still saved his life. Uh, but it was like an it was like an actual line that you could have used, and then there's no way DC's cutting to a guy in a wheelchair after that. Yeah, they show some like half a dozen flashbacks of him dropping people. That's why I really love Krypton. <laughs> <laughs> Old mate from the boys is just Dark Superman, though. Yeah, yeah. So no, he's can't... cooked, though. Yeah, yeah. He, dark, yeah. Super cooked. And yeah, there's yeah, been yeah. movies Full slash yeah, yeah. other TV shows of, like, like the epitome of the reverse of Superman. Like, some little kid who's got superpowers yeah. and then just, like, ma- manipulates everyone yeah. around. Yeah. Like, supremely evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you want some in-between mm. sort of action. Yeah. Marvel does a good job of throwing in a joke here and there, mm. right? Yeah, they more have a bunch of when they got good directors. Well, Taika yeah, they started. Oh, yeah, exactly. Taika's the funniest man alive. Exactly. Um, Taika should surely direct the new Superman movie. Ooh, definitely no conflict Ooh. of interest or anything because he's totally locked down until the day he dies. Shooting, probably shooting Thor movies now, right? But <laughs> probably, which is unfortunately they should make another eight Thor movies. The new Thor is going to be the shortest Marvel movie released in five years, which means it probably won't be two hours. It'll be an hour 59. (laughs) (laughs) 
I got a little bit worried reading that headline and then was like, wait, hold on. It was click They're back, all click ridiculously back. long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it wasn't three hours. It was two hours 45. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe it won't show uh, Thor playing PlayStation for seven minutes unedited. Mm. You joke, Against right? Against Noob Slayer 69. <laughs> whatever. Chris Hemsworth turns up in the new Matthew Riley movie because he helped produce and he's dating or married to the star in Inceptor. Yeah. Uh, Elsa, uh, whatever her name, Elsa Pacecki or something. Mm-hmm. Um, have sex every morning. Yeah, go on. Probably, yeah. They, they do. It's part of his routine. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah cool. Oh. Um, <laughs> well weird, documented weird then. fact. Um, I'd take her place too. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, he, he's in the movie and he's like a JB Hi-Fi guy and is just watching TV and he's the comic comedic relief essentially. Dude would game. No I don't doubt. reckon at all. I don't think the don't man think so? works out on his own fitness app center fifty seven percent of but his waking life and mm. then the other forty three percent is oh split he's, up between get, him he's getting Raylan, his his wife, in. Yeah. and you need and down, acting. <laughs> you need downtime. Yeah, I don't think he's That's downtime. The wor- the his, his downtime is probably hanging out with his kids, I'd imagine. You reckon? Yeah, I always I forget he has kids. He's much of a gamer. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he has enough practice to have kids, doesn't he? Every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we get it. Get a bit personal. (laughs) But no way is that personal. You don't think so? No. We should dive into the life of Chris Hemsworth every (laughs) week. Yeah. (laughs) We should record outside his house. It's only in Byron, right? Short trip away. Yeah. Pop on down. (laughs) Now, at risk of moving the viewers away from possibly our most interesting topic so far. Chris Hemsworth, yes. Yes. Um, Man I, missile. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should move on to this round's tips. Should we prepare dinner? Yes, I was informed there was going to be a break. So you actually... Okay, well, we'll go to a quick intermission. We'll be back after this message from our sponsors. Boys got to eat. I don't want an edit in our break. So, Super Butcher or whatever. We are unaware of how to come back from an ad break, though, because we've never done it before. Oh. So I assume this is just how we'll come back. We're back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, into the round 14 tips. Yep. I reckon. All right, let's get it going. I didn't get my phone ready, even though we we're on a break. Fair enough. Uh, first game of the round unlike, has already started, too. Unlike Ross and Rachel, we actually were on a break. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our North Macedonian friends, AFL fans. <laughs> nice one, nice one. Seamless. Sorry. Now, no, it was actually quite good. Has this game started yet? It has. It has. Did I tip it, or did I Hopefully. forget to submit? I did not. I left it on unsubmitted. Nice one. You said you said you tipped it. <laughs> oh, I did, but I um I thought I submitted, but uh, it turns out I did not. No. So, what a tip, Richmond too, and they're currently up nineteen to two. They are, but they it's are. all good. They, they <laughs> just got to keep looking in the positive side. First of quarter, things. game's over. Seventeen yeah. point margin, dead and buried. Yep. Don't even worry about playing the rest. Stop the count. It's over. Um, I tip Carlton. I think I've realised what my problem is. I'm tipping with my heart mm. and not my head. So I'm tipping all the teams that are around. 8th to 12th place, tipping, tipping against them so that the Suns get in. You also like Italian food. So you're tipping with your stomach on that one too, right? True. Yeah, yeah I don't eat a lot of tigers. So. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, I tip Carlton. Just from an outsider's perspective, this sounds like the 
man at the casino going, I've been doing it wrong. I was voting. I was betting on black when I should have been betting on red. <laughs> twenty twenty hindsight, huh? Oh no, that's a <laughs> sort of. <laughs> now, the next game is uh, Saints Essendon, and I think you'd be silly picking Essendon. Uh, yeah, Saints by a billion. Yeah, and a half conservatively. <laughs> um, we can gloss over that one to Port's <laughs> next defeat. Ooh, at the hands, hands of Sydney. Of, at the hands of Sydney. Yep. Yep. Adelaide Oval. Yep. Even in Adelaide, Sydney's going to get it done. The odds are with them by like 60 cents or so as well. So Those are good it's odds a, it's for a Sydney. Sensible, yeah, it's for a sensible Sydney, tip actually. for us too. So, And I need lots of sensible tips. Funnily enough, the next game is a very sensible tip. It's a West Coast game. <laughs> so you simply tip against them. It is. West Coast have a lot of players coming back who've spent, you know, a couple of weeks in the waffle. Oh. But you can't tip them. Like, surely they've just committed to the tank it's coming at back. this point. Not against the Cats. Uh, Dom Sheed, Elliot Yo, Petricelli, Jeremy McGovern, Willie Rioli. Like, guys who are in there starting yeah, line like, up yeah, every like actually, week. Actually good yeah. players, yeah. Um, that is interesting, actually. But I would I would still be inclined to tip Geelong. Oh, you're still tipping Geelong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be cool to see them get, like, singular win again. Um, they could do it with that lineup. Um, um, it is at Optus, but also severely unlikely, mm, mm. unfortunately. That's a, you could sprinkle the plus 39.5 handicap, maybe. Ooh. Yeah, that's but dangerous. Geelong could just kill them because they have no team chemistry because they haven't played together at all. Also, yep. that's probably yeah. Thirty-one so, and a half seems kind of large, though. It does. It is pretty large. Yeah, it is pretty large. Um, either Geelong are going to beat them or West Coast are going to win. I guess. Wait to see. Football <laughs> hot take. <laughs> <laughs> now the Bailey Smithless Bulldogs. Against uh, GWS mm-hmm. at the Giants Stadium. Very undecided. I did dwell on this one for a bit. Um, I think I'm going to go Bulldogs. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, I'm with the doggies. They're going to have to start getting wins to make it back into the eight. Yeah, Giants are probably too far out to make finals. Pick Giants just because it's a home game and it's a tight. It's a pick them. They don't have they don't have a home crowd advantage or anything though. No, so it's no. probably not really tipping with that. But look, give them some faith. Bailey Smith's out. No mullet, so give it to the Giants. Fair enough. <laughs> and then obviously Suns against Adelaide yep. at the Solarium. Suns back at the Solarium. Boots on the ground. Uh. Unlikely. Sunday afternoon's tough. I'm not going. I'll have a think about it, maybe. You're going? I'm not going. Ah. If I was already going, I probably would have told you to. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> and by told, I mean asked Isaac if we can sit in the members. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Suns. Just to add on to their nice run before mm. the bye. Just keep, keep yep. punching out those bad teams. Getting those easy wins to push for finals. Speaking of the bye, uh, easy win against North this week. So, <laughs> tip the bye. 
Yep. Unfortunately. Much needed by for some of the teams, i.e. Melbourne. Pretty good for Hawthorne too, actually, because like Mitch Lewis and mm. a couple other fellas should be back um, after the bye. That's true. So that'll be nice. It'll be decent. Decent. All right. Uh, and into the snagbaggers. So around uh, 13. Not a great week. Ooh. I'll be honest, not as good as previous weeks. The snags were already cooked, sitting all day, and put into a brown paper bag. Yeah. Which they seeped through and rolled all about the car and they'll drive home. No good. So only uh, two out of the six <laughs> baggers got goals, unfortunately. Um, but they did combine for six goals, five, so credit to the boys. Hmm. Um I think it's also the two biggest units on this list too. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Pickett Stringer, Switkowski, who uh, had to leave the match momentarily, came back in. Um, still has a fracture in his back, though, so he'll be out for... Shit. I don't know. How long's a piece of string, basically? <laughs> yeah. uh, and <laughs> your mate, Matty Jaden Stevenson, zero goals, one. So, no, yep. no goals from that group. Uh, he, he struggled. Uh, Harry Mackay, Joe Danaher, each got three. So, yep. big fellas doing what they do. Uh, round 14 predictions. Don't have any in the first game. Um, probably would have picked Lynch, but I was a bit slow because the game started when we took our break. That's when I was going to look. Yep. The teams weren't out when I was looking at this uh, earlier. Yeah, that's how they get you. That's how they get you every time. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, Mitch Georgiades from the power and Buddy Franklin. Rude not to. Two plus, probably. The Swans, but Buddy's two is every man's one. Easy, everyone knows. It's like that. two and a half to one. Oh, yep. yeah, yep. Uh, I reckon I might take uh, a Jack Petricelli off the bench Ooh. for West Coast. Possibly a Willy Rioli. Maybe a Willy Rioli. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's go Willie Rioli. Mm. He's done decent. Mm. Um, so he's coming back. Get him in there. Then we'll go... Uh, I reckon we get Jason Johannesson from the Bulldogs coming back. In and out. Doesn't mind a goal, though, every now and again. And uh, big Levi Casbolt from the Suns. Oh, oh yeah. For sure. Two. Yep. Two, probably. Oh, actually... Definitely one. Definitely one. Definitely one. One goal's three, maybe, if if he doesn't kick two. One goal's three. Uh, and then I'm going to also jump on uh, Josh Rochelle from the Adelaide Crows. Play both sides that game. Oh. Oh, actually. Lock in your multis. <laughs> Load them up. <laughs> yeah. Prior performance I'll, I'll does there. not indicate <laughs> performance. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> Bet with your head, not over it. <laughs> Beauty. Lovely. Right, done. Uh, AFL news. I feel like we could come up with like some kind of like news jingle situation. Uh, oh, back to AFL news. Thanks, <laughs> 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 Um So, <laughs> old Bailey Smith on his two-week sussy already for headbutting people. Horn Francis on sussy watch. Horn Francis is also on sussy watch. Um, maybe on suey watch as well, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> He's on multiple watch lists at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fella. Um, but Bailey Smith, uh, uh, images come out 
from uh, end of last season, right? End of last season after losing the grand final of him with a little uh, goodie bag and colour me shocked um, about, you know, a 20-run, 21-year-old bloke with plenty of money getting his hands on some good old lady cane in the off-season. Oh, who could have thought that would happen? Only happens every third week in the NRL. <laughs> <laughs> they alternate weeks between Fact. pissing on each other and uh, yeah, exactly. doing drugs. Exactly. So he's got another two-week suspension on top of his two weeks for that. People, the average person, doesn't avoid cocaine due to any sort of moral or ethical implication or health concern. It's uh, The average person doesn't have $400 for a... Measly sprinkle exactly of uh, pure bliss, uh, allegedly, is what I've been told from people that have uh, used cocaine. That's what I'm hearing as well. Uh, Word on the street is that the prices are too damn high. (laughs) (laughs) Albanese? Maybe. Can you give your mate a ring, Keelan, and get old Albo onto the... Um, rising cost of Colombian cocoa. Yep. Legalize. Uh, <laughs> I can't even say. Well, this is on the back of a week as well that Canberra has made it legal to Expanded hold a little bit of um, illicit substances mm-hmm. on your persons. They expanded it outside of just marijuana, which it was previously for a long time. And sorry, when I say Canberra, I mean the wider state. Sorry, yes. territory. The, the, the ACT the that goes capital. Yep. Uh, 10 minutes outside the Canberra CBD. Yes, yep. go yep. on. Yep. yep. Just in case anyone was confused. Yeah, yeah. Just, just in case. That's a wise choice. Um, yeah. Look, they were um, losing thirty percent of their workforce each week. So you got to give them something to do because it's hull. <laughs> like, <laughs> lots of roundabouts walk, though. There is lots of roundabouts. You can only walk around the lake so many times. You can walk around it much quicker now. <laughs> 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 You're gonna be setting records. Or around Burley Griffin. Much slower, depending on what you're having. True. <laughs> yeah. True. 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 Dealer's um, choice. What you're enjoying. <laughs> dealer's choice. <laughs> Literally, dealer's <laughs> choice. My days, dude. Um, How good. I thought I had an update because you didn't put in the amount of time he was suspended. Yes, but I you, just but said that. you, you yep, did yep, say sorry. that. So that yep. was that was my update in the in the outline. So yep, we'll yep. Um, pass Excellent. over that. Um, and I just wrote Lord Francis's. You know, my take on this though. Go on. When you're saying you, it's you're unsurprised at a affluent 21 year old gets his hands on some mm-hmm. it's, he's also a professional sports person yep. yes in the public light so I think it's I think it's fair. well he was in the off season so he's not yeah. necessarily well, fully in the public light is he, he where, he, where he, was he doing someone's taking a photo of him with these it's drugs. not the day it's not the 80s you can't be doing this you can't be you smoking can't, yeah. at half Dead time hurt. and knocking back a beer yep. like he's a he's a role model yep as Keelan alluded to um it's 2022, and uh, this isn't controversial at all. Um, it's just facts, really. Mm. Once you become a celebrity or you professional sports athlete, once you sign that, sign your name on the dotted lines, uh, w- we own you now. The public yep. owns you. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're no longer a human being, and uh, you don't have any freedom or choice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, your uh, image is now ours. Yep. Um Especially when he's in the in all the ads for everything. Oh, shocker! Well. Um, Drug user in the KO Sports ads who can't put out a good product. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. 
Coincidence? It kind I of, think not. It, it does. KO Sports, we're not suggesting anything, <laughs> but your product's shit. <laughs> it does, interestingly, though, uh, on a serious note, circle back to uh, perhaps lack of media training. Probably. Yep. Yeah. He's still a young guy. Y- your whole life, like, <laughs> it's easy to sit here. Fun, too. <laughs> Lots of fun. But, um,. If you played sport your whole life and you were just good at it, and you'd know if you were good at it, you're like you're putting up reverse dunks on every single possession while the other kid's starting center is five foot six, mm-hmm. and you then all of a sudden you're doing the same thing you've done your entire life, but you're being paid a million dollars a year. Yep. Mm. Like not defending whether it's right or wrong, but like you know, come on. Exactly. Like like people. Maybe potentially controversial. People going after LeBron James for his controversial statement on China. The man dribbles a basketball for a career. He's. N- I don't know why you expect anything. I don't know what the statement was, but I think he defended China in the midst of everyone else in the NBA, sort of saying like, "No, it's not okay what they're doing." Ah, human rights, something like this, or censorship. I mean, he's a human. The point. The point is, it's just. Why listen to him for anything other than his takes on basketball? Because he has bajillions of followers mm. and people follow people they're interested in, fun- not generally human rights activists. That's fair. That's fair. It's about getting a sensible message to the masses. And speaking of followers, Bailey Smith has like 380,000 on Instagram. Ooh, so that's a decent. lot of that's a lot of impressionable people. That Absolutely. Like Underage girls. <laughs> 75% bots, 25% under 18s. <laughs> <laughs> How many real people are on social media apps nowadays? At Probably least close 25. to six billion. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. I think it'd be, I think it'd be difficult to count with the amount of duplicate accounts people have in that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> we should probably move on to the next bit of news. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, reported a couple weeks ago now. Uh, was potential for a Tassie team, 19th team, into the AFL. Um, I think at the earliest they were looking at, if they do grant them a licence, maybe 2026 season, um, but probably 2028, somewhere around there, coming in. But the uh, CEO, Big Gil McLaughlin, says that uh, Tassie would need to build a new stadium if it's going to get an AFL licence. The estimated cost of said stadium, by the report that was written up, uh, it was $750 million right on the edge of the CBD. As we know, if you don't spend your budget, it'll get smaller though and we're coming up with the tax time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, get it done. <laughs> exactly right. Um, interesting thing about this stadium, right? So, it may have a retractable roof, Ooh. which it probably wouldn't be a bad idea did. because it's friggin' cold in Hobart and yep. it rains a lot during winter. And could, not, not like good rain, just drizzle for like weeks at a time. Could hail during the game. Perhaps, yeah. yeah. And yep. it's very windy in Hobart too, so yep. um, mm. that would probably help. Roof would be nice. Yeah. Uh, and it will have retractable grandstands to be uh, suitable for oh. rectangle pitch sports such as soccer and rugby oh. as well. Uh, I think they're looking at about uh, 25,000, 30,000 seating capacity too. Small. So, similar to um, Metricon Stadium, but obviously Metricon isn't filled in right on the yeah. end. Yeah. Um, it's got a bit of a concourse and a scoreboard on one end. Now, I've noted that you could also play cricket there. Uh, you could, you could. Um, 
uh, Cricket Australia... If only did, if the roof is in, though. Yeah, Cricket Australia did comment that um, any future cricket matches would still be played at Blumstone Arena oh, over at Bell Reve Oval. Mm. Um, just because, you know, tradition, I guess. And mm. that's where Cricket Tasmania is based. Um, but if crowd capacity... You know, I was thinking more Big Bash as well. Yeah, more yeah so than that's t- true. Yeah. And because and yeah. it's closer. Yeah. But I guess if Cricket Australia says that all matches would be played there, then yeah. I guess I'd have to play Big Bash out there too. Sad. Yeah. But that's only like 15,000 or something. Is it? Wow. Yeah, it's pretty small, that ground. So. And the, the Canes have a pretty good fan base for the BBL as well. Cause they they're, do. Because they're like generally pretty pretty decent, decent. At, the, at the game. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Some big names too. So. Um, and then on the back of that, Fox Sports did a um, follow-up article. So I think it was The Age that did the first one. Um, and Fox Sports did a follow-up article about Alistair Clarkson going to mm. the US, as we saw uh, in the Golden State Warriors security line. <laughs> he featured in the back of his head there, going into a game. Um, <laughs> so he went and sussed out the Green Bay Packers, and his proposal is to fund the Tassie team similar way, where it's... A private equity model so the Ooh. public owns like fans own the team basically yep um it would basically be like uh extended membership sort of deal uh proposed capped at twenty five hundred dollars max per person with a minimum buy-in of five hundred dollars huh which would be decent um apparently there's i think oh, i don't remember the number there was like some ridiculous number, like 30,000 members of other AFL clubs in Tassie already. Wow. Which is interesting, but obviously you're not going to get the same amount of funding you would for a local team as an away team because you're just buying like a supporter pack, which is like 80 bucks for the year or 60 mm. bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they get the, the scarf and yeah, exactly. a calendar or something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but if a Tassie team was to get put in and they did that, model i would absolutely buy a stake in the team just to say i was a team owner. yeah i'd i'd go the the rump myself mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah no i would too if if, if it was those proposed numbers 500 dollars mm-hmm. um is this recurring surely it's recurring right yeah, we're, yeah uh true. no just, it's just, just initial. straight up buying to set up the um i guess funding model to put in uh so obviously the government would cover some state and federal as well, would yeah. cover the cost of the stadium and all that, but this is for the club to front up, say, twenty million dollars to establish themselves. Yeah, okay. put in a training facility, um, academy programs, that sort of thing, to keep players there. Yeah, that sort of stuff. I would happily so do initial, that. Yeah, it's just one-off buying, even without any tickets or anything. If I got yeah, a little exactly. goodie bag that said, yeah owner that's that'd it. be yeah. pretty sick yeah you get a little um um but i would 100 percent jump in on that mm. if the a little piece of paper says owner on it if the team culture really embraced tasmania you could get a pretty cool unique team a lot of Brody grundies going down there i reckon mm. you reckon they're true. bred differently down there <laughs> definitely bred differently <laughs> down there. But people that don't enjoy packing their nostrils and boozing up on the weekend Oh yeah, I think it's definitely a different crowd like that. Mm. Yeah, for sure, mm. it's um, definitely a bit, bit quieter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. But, um, sorry, you can go. Uh, got a few more things before I was going to say mine. Yeah, I guess so. Um, uh, the decision is meant to be made in August this year of whether Tassie is going to get granted a license. Um, ah. And the AFL Commission made it pretty 
will make the final call. Yeah. Uh, but pretty much the CEO said that all teams have to be in favour of it before it will go ahead. So like a unanimous uh, decision. Gil will still be in charge at that point as yeah, well, right? Still be, yeah, yeah. Okay. Looking at the Scott brothers. Mm. Mm. Apparently, um, the last thing I read, which was last year, I want to say Sydney, Gold Coast and another team... Um, were against the granting of a license. Perhaps. North would be. North, maybe. And I, I'll tell you why in my little spiel yeah, I've got go for going it. here. <laughs> okay. So, I was watching, once again, Eddie Maguire's takes on Channel 9. Now, his Melbourne... Sorry, his uh, Tassie take um, is for a North Melbourne super team to move to Tassie. Now... Uh, would be rebranding as just the kangaroos. Just kangaroos, yeah. yeah I'd assume. Um, now, I keep saying North in here because of force of habit, but yep. they would, in his model, they would move. They would then, and you'd assume North because they're the worst currently. Mm-hmm. Now, they would move. They would play 11 games home at Marvel, which is one game less um, than this season. So, it's not really that much off actual current North fans' backs. And then 11 games still at home in their new Tassie Stadium. So, when do they play away games? <laughs> yeah. So, there's massive scheduling there's tw- around 22 this. home games a season. In theory, if there's a real thing, they'd probably wean them off. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But that would, um, in theory, to be keep, keep the old fans happy and make sure yeah. there's a flow of new fans at at the games so they're not like two a season in Tasmania or something yep. low. Yep, yep. Um, they would also get given massive draft advantages for three years and salary cap concessions, mm-hmm. which North would be very happy with currently. Um, he suggests to get Clarko on coach because he's so keen on Tassie at the moment. Yep. And he's also, you know, kind of good at coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the rules, have any fees for him outside the cap. Um, I think they should have um, the head coaching fees outside the cap anyway, just quietly. Yeah. I mean, given that it's one person and then there's about a bajillion actual players. Exactly, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, Tazzy would then have this, in theory, a, a big academy to train all the youngsters, uh, big grassroots involvement, which, I mean, would happen either way, depending on if North went down or not, if it, yep. whatever team. Mm-hmm. Um, and a cool thing, a cool, nice touch, I thought, was that North members that are in either state would get free streaming of any game obviously that would have to be done through Fox or KO Makes sense. unfortunately KO unlucky but whatever um, <laughs> but that'd be a nice touch um, given that they'd have a lot of games in other states um, but if there is a dedicated Tassie team um, instead of North moving then North would be worse off out of everyone in the league because they would lose five to six million dollars worth of sponsorships etc mm-hmm. Um and the new team would get draft concessions. And North kind of need picks. That's true. Mm. That's true. Does Hawthorne still get sponsored by the Tassie government? They are on the jersey, so I assume so. Yeah, I didn't bother Googling but it's not. It's not a. It's a couple million a season or something. I believe. Yeah. From memory, because yeah. it, it's only what this. I think this would be a assuming over a, over a period of time. Yeah. However yep. long the deal still has left. Yep. That um, makes sense. He glossed over that part though. Just said big number and then moved on. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds um, about right. Yeah. Now, Tazzy's minister for sport does not like Eddie Maguire's take. Of course, that would never work. 
Just quietly, I'll say that now. Well, Good. yeah, I think I think it'd be because Tassie wants its own team. Yeah, and that's what the minister of sport said. Team. He doesn't want they're not going to adopt. They doesn't want someone else's heritage. I hate. They it want to create their North own. Fan. Yep. And yeah, North fans. Yeah. Yeah, people were originally not happy when Hawthorne and North were playing games. Yeah. As home down there, and mm. there's like two of them a season or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. they would not be happy at all, and I think it would also. Given that many concessions, I think it could also give them the chance, if they take it or not, yeah. would be up to it. But like the chance to create a bit of a dynasty situation. It, mm. it would be a genuinely unfair advantage. Yeah, it'd yeah. be huge. You, um, you just get the best of the best for like three years straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily first picks, but like because the, the, there's nothing in cement. But yeah, concessions at the draft, definitely. And yeah, it would be no bueno yeah given that they already have players etc um but yeah that is all i have on that i think they should definitely have their own new team though i want to see a new jersey design that'd be unreal i know it's going to be shit just quietly if it happens i don't know what it looks like i reckon if it happens it's going to be terrible it's they're going to use the bloody tazzy dark green I like the dark green though. If it was green like this, like what I'm wearing right now, <sighs> that's no, not too bad. Yeah. Like army green, the poo green. If they have the dark green, I like the green on like, the Jack Jumpers shirts though. Yeah, it's not too bad. And and then like you know a picture of Tasmania on the front. I don't like that. And the big T in the middle, like <laughs> every Tassie <laughs> AFL team slash VFL team has all time. Mm. Like scrap that. Just get something good. Um. If they become the Tassie Devils again, that's what yeah. their VFL team was called. Just but do then, that. If the logo is just good. a Tasmanian Devil, I'll be mad about it because <laughs> it's just not creative and there's no symmetry and there's nothing. There's limited animals down there. Okay, like no, 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 no. You, you can have the be the, you be the Devils, but then like have something more creative than just throwing a devil on the center of the jersey. Is what I mean. No, yeah, true, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. Right. If you like, then you could maybe. I guess you don't want another black and white team probably Collingwood would kick up a stink and Port, uh, Port Adelaide would they could be black and white be, with horizontal yeah. stripes well yeah exactly that's what they'd have to be to be a Tassie devil wouldn't they it could conflict with the demons as well perhaps you'd have the underworld matchup that'd be <laughs> sick for demons. us that would be sick <laughs> so many jokes uh, that could be said that I can't think of right now I'll save <laughs> yeah, them for, I, I'll save them for what next season or two or whatever how long stadiums yeah 2028 maybe yeah so it's just Dwell on those. For Given a bit. that it's two governments coming together to build a thing, it might be exactly. yeah, conservatively twenty thirty. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the Devils team branding is owned by you know Tasmanian football, so that might be all right. That's probably the way to go. Like Jack Jumpers obviously got their name because Tigers was taken by the cricket. Mm. Um, mm. I guess you could sort of. I mean, if they do move the kangaroos, you could just change them to the paddy melons, which is a different type of wallaby that's very common down there. <laughs> they're delightful too. They're so cute. Yeah, they're very small, <laughs> and they're quite friendly mm. as well. I do have wombats down there, though. You got the wombats. Yeah. Oh. Could be. They're cool. pretty athletic for the for their build, actually. Too. They're pretty quick. So, yeah, they're rapid. eh? I don't hate it. And Forty k an then, hour they run. Rapid. Exactly. Undercover stadium, the den. Ooh, writes itself, boys. <laughs> Someone get me on the phone with the. Did you <laughs> memorize Premier. all this, or are you riffing? It's not, it's not scripted. <laughs> this, this one's not scripted. No. Nice. He's been fantasizing about it. Yeah. When I'm the owner happily, of the wombats. Yeah. <laughs> the band. Ah uh, no 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 the oh, footy team. Sorry, easy, <laughs> easy mistake. Easy mate, mistake. Yeah. Easy mistake. 
Now, uh, I'd love to see it though. Should we move off the AFL? Perhaps, uh, yep. And onto the NBA. Bickies. I'd go Great with, recurring joke. I'd, I'd go with Bicky right <laughs> Funny <now>. every time. <laughs> the funny thing about it really it's was funnier. that it was a it was a very quick joke when you were running late and yep. then we ran with it yep. so hard. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do like it. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, the actual basketball association. Yep, okay, gotcha. The ABA. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're well and truly into the finals. Uh, Golden State Warriors. <laughs> taking well a, and truly into the yeah. Unlike those other pesky finals games. Yeah, we are five out of seven in. We're definitely well and truly in. Well, well, yeah. I mean, it was the conference finals before, and then just the playoffs before that. Yeah. No, I mean five geniuses. out of seven in this series. Yeah, so that's why I said finals specifically. No, no, no. That's what I'm, we're talking about. The same thing, but yes. we are majority of the way through so yes, yes that's yeah. correct that's why I said it I just meant it was a very obvious to, observation I'm and trying I was to meme on me for it I don't know it's kind of fun yeah not gonna have lie. you not heard sports journalists talk before no, like, yeah. like old we mate with his hungry jacks crosses he's so bad <laughs> oh fuck I, I went to write down his name and then forgot we'll keep it up. that way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so forgetful forgettable Jesus he's also probably forgetful who knows what if he's one of our only listeners? A tear rolls down his cheek. <laughs> but surely he knows what he is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he's phoning it in. Well, absolutely. he's an American journalist restricted to... Australian own, monikers. Yeah, talking to us. So, like, you know. It, in um, He can't be that good. No. Locally. Uh, as directed by our inferior Australian chain of Burger King. <laughs> do you reckon he's ever do you reckon he knows that it is Burger King I don't know if he would have had that thought before I, I don't think he would have joined the dots realistically no I yeah. don't I don't think a lot of people know he doesn't look this. like he's capable of critical thinking so he may think there is a absolutely famished man named Jack roaming <laughs> the coastline <laughs> <laughs> with a lot of money to spend <laughs> on basketball uh, all right, yeah. so sorry, we're actually um, all right. We're five <laughs> games into the finals. If you want to be specific, then yeah, I just thought that could be a nice thing to say. All right, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, they were going to put two and two together when I said three and two. They would have put three and two through. together. It was exactly. right in front of you. This quick math itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So Golden State taking three two lead at home, beating the Celtics by ten points. After yeah. the Celtics had a terrible first quarter with only sixteen mm. points. And then uh, a slightly less bad fourth quarter with 20 <laughs> points. So, um, yeah, it was. It, it was an interesting game because the Celtics did come all the way back in the third, yep. but yep. they expended all their energy there, hitting yep. eight from eight three pointers. Um, you can't after choke. going zero from 12 in the first yep. half. Can't choke the first that bad. No. No. Um, the Jordan Poole buzzer beater right on the end of the third quarter uh. to give the. Warriors, the one-point lead, really killed uh, any momentum Boston had. Could the umpire... Sorry, umpires. Could the TNT broadcast? Like uh, ESPN. ESPN. Could they cream themselves any harder over the Golden State Warriors? Did you see that shot? The shot was great. You see one deep three from Golden State. He hit You've the seen deep them all. Th- he, he launched the deep three from the exact same minutes on the... Seconds on the clock as he did... The, the last time he did the same thing as well. Yeah, but they didn't know that it's at crazy. the time, did they? No, they didn't know it at the time, but it's just like, wow. <laughs> Simulation on now. 
Simulation confirmed, I think. Yeah, absolute um, glitch in the matrix there. It it was it was it's hard to say, but it was well deserved by Golden State. They just played better. Steph missed every three for the first time in possibly his entire yeah. two hundred and thirty three games. Yep. It's the first yeah, playoff game where he hasn't hit a three. And uh Jason Tatum's down the line missing dose free throws. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you don't win basketball. I think games they missed ten like as a team free throws yeah. and lost by ten points. Yeah. So you know, yep. Um, They're free throws. Jalen Brown also had a bad shooting night. Yeah, along with Steph Curry, um, couldn't buy a bucket. Combining for twelve for forty between those two, and zero from fourteen from three point range. <laughs> so is that the combined zero from fourteen from three? Yeah, between so those that's two significantly players, significantly less threes than Steph would normally take as well. <laughs> Yeah, like, I think it like, was because he was getting he was getting absolutely hammered. fronted the yeah. whole game. Yeah. yeah, they were guarding him so hard after his forty point game four. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, his arm was being slapped down the second that ball yeah. left his hand. Um, yeah, so Brown shot zero from five and Curry shot zero from nine, which is yeah, well and truly down. Wow, but um. Accuracy I think because he was getting guarded also. so much, he passed a bit more because he ended yeah. up with eight assists. Um, yeah, he just wasn't like when I was paying a lot of attention. I think the game was on when I was at work, so I couldn't pay as much attention as I would have liked. But yeah, he just wasn't receiving the ball either as much yeah. as he normally would. Yeah, um, yeah. So he's just getting poor guy. You know, double teamed. Andrew Wiggins had a huge game, but fucking thirty-five, right? Yeah, or thirty-three or thirty-five. Um, um, he was man of the match. Definitely. Um, the National Travel Association. Huge three steps into a dunk, <laughs> basically from half court. 26 points. 26, 13 rebounds. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Wow. No, he played well. Well he, deserved. He, he did Please play well. excuse my memory. It's poor. Um, but he was large, though. Yeah, but Thanks. he did have... He had 17 and 16 rebounds a game before mm. as well. Wow. So, like, he's been... Doing some rebounding in practice, I think. Yep. And he's good defensively, too. He is very nice. good defensively. Um, Lousy Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> what's that What's that tweet from Tatum from like oh, yeah. years ago? <laughs> yeah. Old, so, old taste exposed. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't even tell you who the other player was that he was comparing to Wiggins. Yep. So that's that's how cold <laughs> that's how cold that... T- sorry, hot. Hot uh, uh, Tatum's take was at the time because yep. it yep. just did not pan out. Ice cold now. Well, yeah, dead. Yeah, dead. Yeah. <laughs> dead take. Um, um, but to be fair, I don't think Wiggins is going to have another game like that. But I don't no. think Steph's going to have another game like that in the next mm. two games as well. Because so. they're going to stop guarding Steph like they did, and they're going to guard Wiggins instead, mate. <laughs> no, they're chance. just going to yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no way. <laughs> they're not guarding the Wiggins um, on the three-point line at all. They're going to increase the defensive pressure on Steph Curry. Leaving two other Golden State Warriors completely <laughs> wide open. If one of them is Draymond, that's probably <laughs> yeah, it'll be Draymond and Kevon Looney. Oh, because they yeah. both can't shoot a fucking ball to save their lives. Well, <laughs> Draymond hits a three every now and then. It yeah, every five he, games, it looks funny when he does it. Though, <laughs> <laughs> um, every time he misses one, it's like, yeah, that's a bad shot. <laughs> yeah, Draymond Green clown watch. Um, what for the next game? Just in general, the whole series will be wrapped up by the time we. Come back for next episode, won't it? Uh, nah, game is on tomorrow. Oh, maybe, maybe. actually, yeah, probably I'd, ten o'clock yeah. Eastern time. It'll be tomorrow and then. Yeah, I figured out um, <laughs> what, like Wednesday or something. Yep, most likely Tuesday or Wednesday. If um, yeah, if it goes to game seven, 
It um, will. I'm predicting Boston win at home. I hope Force so. Game seven. Mm. I think uh, Dre's been fouled out three of the five finals games. Yep. First person since uh, like three in a row, too, as well, right? Wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah. But yeah, I think he's like the first person yep. since like the early 2000s to get fouled out in three finals games. And for all Draymond Green fans, there's on Met- Saturday, game seven. Is if, it? If necessary. Oh. What? Wow. Oh, sorry. On dates American? on this app. Uh, it's on Sunday. Sunday, wow. So it'd be Monday out now. I'm sorry. I would have thought they'd give it Sunday. Monday. Oh, Monday. wait, so Friday to Monday. That's not yeah, that, okay. At least they get oh, turn around. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, Monday next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. No. Uh, Draymond Green is an interesting character, who some would argue gets a lot of leeway with his actions. Longest rope in the NBA. Uh, three times consecutively to be fouled out. And this I would, is I would fact check that just in case. Three times fouled out. Yeah. Fact. Because I in the series. Yep. Yeah. And this is post uh the basketball era in which players such as Meta World Peace played. James Harden. A few a few interesting uh tenacious sort of emotional high energy players. Very long rope. Hmm. Not three in a row, but three times, definitely. Yep. Yeah, okay. In a series. It is two in a row, though, right? Uh, it wasn't game... Last game's a game five, not game four. Game oh, three. Really? Oh, okay. He did. Yep. I'm I've got checking. a horrible memory. Um, disregard all facts said by me today. They could be wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we'll come back to that next week when the when, when it's all wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Um, just to clarify, I'm... Still tipping um, Golden State. Uh, I have hope. And you two are probably tipping Boston. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Boston in seven. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wrap it up. They've already won two game sevens in their run to the finals this year. They're tired, mate. That's true. That's true. The longer the series goes, the worse it is for them because they've played a lot more games because Golden State breezed their way against Fugazi teams. On the way to the finals, <laughs> yeah, they were definitely in the easier conference on the way. Oh, absolutely, because um, everyone's scared of LeBron, so they left the West when he moved, <laughs> <laughs> or went over to the East. Unfortunately, he didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna go check on this pasta bake uh, and avoid any potential sadness from the NHL. Oh, all right. So as he runs away, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Rangers in six oh, games. No! <laughs> in, the, in the Eastern Conference Finals of the Ice Hockey. Uh, Tampa Bay pushing for their three-peat of championships. Yeah, disappointing. Credit to them. Uh, sad not for Rangers fans, but... Disappointing, but not surprising. No, they went a lot further than a lot of people were expecting. Hell of a lot further. Um, people were expecting probably next season them the Rangers to be really good, like given they were good this season. That like, could be th- exciting. This was probably, you know... Playoffs was the goal, not necessarily a deep run, but make the playoffs, get some playoff experience, and then, you know, go in years to come. Um, but Tampa Bay back-to-back champs for a reason. <sighs> Got it done. Yeah. So into the Stanley Cup Finals, which started today. Um, Colorado Avalanche have home ice advantage. Yep. Obviously finishing better um, in the regular season. Uh, Tampa Bay going for the back-to-back-to-back. Chips, 
the Avalanche have only lost two games this postseason. Wow. So they're uh, 12-2. and two. Sweep, dropped two games to St. Louis. Yep. Who then had goalie injury. Sweep at the Oilers. They're truly cascading down that mountain. Yeah. Yeah. They're picking up a lot of speed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then this is the first time that the top two betting favourites have met in the Stanley Cup since 2009. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. That's not that long, really, actually. It is long, but it isn't... Mm. It's not extreme. Yeah. Um, but it is also the first two times that these teams have ever faced each other in the playoffs. Really? Because they're in separate conferences. That's cool. So it's just worked out that way. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, today's result, Colorado winning 4-3 in overtime. Four three. Not surprised. Mm. Um, at home, uh, Tampa's game ones of every series has been their worst game so far because you know they don't really know what's coming and they can't really adjust that well mid game. But yep. Yep. following that, they'll make some adjustments going into game two. Um, I'm expecting this game to go to seven. Uh, this series to go to seven games. That would for be sure. That would be delightful. When's the next game? Uh, probably Sunday in yeah, probably Sunday. Although they may not have as long a break as the NBA. But mm. to be fair, it is a Stanley Cup, so they may have an additional day. Well, it could be Saturday, actually. Yeah. I but de- yeah, either way, Saturday. It, should be, it should be a good watch. I was definitely betting on Tampa Bay, uh, thinking Avalado. Uh, uh, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. Av- Avalanche. Avalado. <laughs> Avalado. <laughs> thinking Colorado. It is on Sunday. Um, okay, cool. Was going to be rusty from their two-week break. Yeah, yeah. But... 12 and 2 for a reason. Yep, exactly, exactly. Russ um, prevailed over worn out. Ooh. Mm. Yep. That's true. Um, so, yeah, could be... Tampa Bay could be getting gassed by the end of this series with the amount of games that they've had to play. Could be. Including tough ones yep. against uh, the Leafs in the first round and then yep. the Rangers. Yep. Uh, obviously, they had a sweep in the middle, but, you know... Still. Still. Still a lot of games. Yeah. Um. And I'm also expecting there to be less goals in the upcoming games because, yeah. you know, Tampa's goalie is very good. So yep. they should adjust and offer less. But um, they do seem to be quite reactive too. Mm. Like very quick on the on the adjustments. Though. Yeah, for the next um, game, yeah. Judging by the last series, that's the only series I really actually watched yep. this year yep. anyway. So. Definitely. Um, but I'm backing Tampa Bay to three-peat. Keep their dynasty going. Really cement it. That'd be pretty crazy. That'd be huge. That'd be cool. Has that ever happened in NHL? Uh, I think the most is four in a row. Wow. Uh, That's pretty and, and then that team lost in the finals for the fifth one. <laughs> I, I want to say it was maybe the Islanders, New York Islanders, or the Long Islanders, um, and then the Oilers beat them for the fifth one, yep. perhaps, in the 80s or something like that. So, yeah. Pretty good. Is that everything for NHL? It is. Montreal it is. won five in a row. Ah, That's what, like insane. the 20s or something like that? 56, 56, 50, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. 59, yeah. 60. People don't really count that one because there was only like six or eight teams in the whole competition. There yeah, wasn't okay. 30 teams in the yeah. whole competition. Yeah. Uh, a- I thought it was going to be like a cutoff where the league wasn't the NHL I thought mm. it was going to be like I thought yeah that that's surprisingly old for it still being the NHL yeah yeah yep. um, yeah. I think that might have been when there was 12 teams it was like two conferences of six teams and it was the Stanley Cup finals was the best of one conference versus on oh, no playoffs yeah beforehand versus the best of the other uh, I think 
there no there wasn't any playoffs yeah um with that many teams you and really you didn't verse it. outside your conference as well you just versed all your same conference so it would be best versus best and the original six teams were all in one conference and the new Makes teams were in the next travel, one travel to be fair yeah so Bus that's boys. that's why the St. Louis Blues hadn't True. won until 2019 despite going to three Stanley Cup finals in a row in like the 50s or 60s and getting swept in all three that, of them that conference was just dog shit yeah, yeah they were yeah. they were 0 and 12 in Stanley Cup finals games going into 2019 Owen. Alan. How did he get such a long career? I know, right? <laughs> uh, there was a cheating scandal, allegedly, with Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. Um, McJesus. McJesus, bro- yeah. Bro- broken by a Twitter user, unironically. People are saying. 50 followers. Yep. Yeah. Um, I couldn't care less. I, I, I don't like to get into personal lives. Uh, the only reason I bring it up. Oh, do you mean cheating is in relationship? Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. What? Yes. that doesn't matter. No, that, no uh, we, don't, we don't care. Still that should much. be a better role model, but yeah, it, look, I, I, I thought you were talking about cheating all, in the game. It's all up in the air and stuff. No, cheating relationship, yada, yada, yada. The only reason I bring it up, uh, it's funny because Oilers fans are causing a ruckus going, man, Edmonton is determined to just kill the career and get rid of anyone <laughs> who plays for them because <laughs> uh, I believe uh, Wayne Gretzky uh, th- maybe there were more uh, was in a similar situation they where, moved, moved to LA yeah yeah when he moved <laughs> there's just you know sort of like someone not taking a breakup well like yeah man she was fucking Sling, crazy man. slinging mud yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, disappoint- sure. disappointing to see because uh Connor's given a lot to the team, mm-hmm. whether he stays or leaves. And I mean, yeah, as, as Keelan uh, mentioned, like wh- whatever the case may be, a legend or not, just let them let the man play the sport. Exactly, should be a better role model, if true. The but, um, alleged potential reason behind him cheating though is quite funny. Oh, I don't know about this. So apparently, um, his wife, I think. Yep. Um, is like, you know, the head of the Wags Club for the Oilers, you know, oh, the, nice. the Wise yep. at Games yep. sort of club. Yep. And she had been making jackets for the playoffs for yep. each round of the playoffs. Horrendous. They look so bad, some of them. <laughs> and apparently the third round jackets never made it out of the house and McJesus burnt them in his backyard. <laughs> and and that could be potential reason. He was just sick of that business. So he's, you know... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> anyway. So it looks so shocking they ended a marriage. Well, anyway. So, yeah. F- shall we? Football. In it. In it. <laughs> World Cup, baby. Here we come. Yes, sir. <laughs> Count it. <laughs> <laughs> We're in. I don't know who wrote this, but you deserve to deliver it. Whoever wrote this. Next section. Was it you? Uh, it must have been me. It, oh, was, it wasn't me. I you've just got noted no notes, it. so I'm gonna I'm gonna there. send it. 120 minutes of nothing but pure action <laughs> to be followed up by even more an even more exciting penalty shootout. <laughs> Lovely. There's a lot of capitalization in this sentence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was there was chances uh, throughout the game. Yeah, what a unironically great match. an exciting nil all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I'm very used to nil all games that mean a lot this year given Liverpool um, unable to score a goal in a final this year mm. <laughs> on the boys um, but yeah 
5-4 on penalties against Peru. So not bad. It was good. Yep. I, w- I was listening to it on the old wireless uh, on the way to the train station. <laughs> Excellent. Yep. Nice, nice. Exciting. Um, keeper. So we talked about this, um, this the, the, the concept of subbing on a keeper for the purpose of penalties. Yes. When Chelsea fucked it mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for Carabao Cup. Now, Australia made the crazy decision to do the same thing, but it paid off. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. All, all <laughs> according to plan. Yeah. Um, Tie just, them out for 120. <laughs> just as the scripture had written, uh, <laughs> the man did his dance and won us the game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. up the fellas, go go watch the highlights because it'll be mostly just the goalkeeper doing his funnies, um, <laughs> jigging around. Yeah. <laughs> memeable face. Very love it. Very memeable. His um nice tactics against the other. Goalie too. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, he tossed his water bottle because it had penalty instructions on it, right? Yeah, it had yep. the pictures of the Socceroos' faces and what side they like to kick to in penalties. Yeah, which is... Taped to the outside of it. You know, given that the boys probably kick the same place every time because, you know, then... Habit. Yeah. <laughs> probably where they practice. Good move. And if you're backing yourself to have a water bottle with strategy on it, you're probably, <laughs> like, not going to try and commit them to memory too. That's it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, oh, I've got my cheat sheet, I'm fine. That's it. Lose exactly. his cheat sheet, fucked. Game. He, all his eggs in one water bottle basket. <laughs> wouldn't Rook, actually wouldn't actually be a bad way to transport eggs. I feel like the wa- the water would uh, assist with looking after know. them, actually. Maybe we'll check maybe we'll test it. Uh, on a on a bad turn they could gain momentum and come back and swing into each this other. This is assuming you're still looking after the water bottle. Do boiled eggs tossing it about? Crack because of the heat or jingling around in the pot? The heat. Mm. Well, definitely. It is no, usually the temperature change because becomes, of pressure. When a liquid becomes a solid, it expands. So eggs are a liquid. Right? Like. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Eggs are. You know when you freeze ice? <laughs> I'm already lost. It, ex- it expands and fucks up your Pepsi bottle that you've left in the freezer or Coke, no sugar. Oh, very disappointing. Mm. I would assume it's the same thing with an egg, right? Yes, but you're not freezing it when you're boiling it. Yeah, but it becomes a solid, right? Liquid. Wait, hold on. What is it? Is it non-Newtonian well, in its original form? Because it's Do you reckon you can run across it really quick, but if you stand on it, you'd sink in? Well, they are definitely liquid, and then they become a solid. <laughs> so, I don't know what to tell you. But it's not them becoming a solid that cracks them, because you could do it slowly without them breaking. I think it is pressure okay. from temperature change, Maddie. I, I think, think you're well, correct. I think so. Okay. Well... The scientist isn't there to be able to tell what is legit and what isn't legit with <laughs> eggs. Um, so either take could be could be factual, given that uh, the research just hasn't been done. Yeah, we might just stick to the cardboard carton for now. Yeah. Yeah. We're not tossing <laughs> them in the water bottle just yet. Now, someone's put in here, could this spell trouble for the ruse? Um, yep. No, that would be me again. I disagree. Making it to the World Cup is... The victory. That's a win. Yep. Oh, That's certainly. like five World Cups in a row. It's a win for Aussie football. It is. So football it's, wins. It's New Zealand <laughs> couldn't make it, so <laughs> suck it. Um, and in other football news, just, just before we all are here forever, we have some large transfers. Holland, obviously, going to City was documented well, but is now official. He recreated a photo of him in a City jersey from when he was a child. 
on a couch. Oh, how cool. Excellent. They officially announced it. Liverpool retaliated by signing Darwin Nunez from uh, Benfica. He played pretty yep. well. Him. We, we yep. like them boys from Portugal. Uh, he's not Portuguese, sorry, but like the Portugal league. Uh, he <laughs> is Uruguayan. Uh, we also like them Uruguayan boys. Shout out Luis Suarez. Um, so, look, he's predicted to do pretty well. And the funniest transfer of them all, which is still only alleged. but is everyone leaving Chelsea? It's legitimately <laughs> Romelu Lukaku. Oh, there you go. So, he went from Inter to Chelsea last year for mm-hmm. £97.5 million. Pounds. Yep. 169 mil Australian. Large. Not bad. Uh, multiple supports are now suggesting he is headed back to Inter on loan mm. and Chelsea only want an 8.6 million dollar uh, sorry million pound loan fee and Inter only want to pay 4.3 million pounds <laughs> unlucky well he did well at Inter yeah Very they should well have maybe they should have written in a no taxis backsies clause <laughs> into his transfer <laughs> if I was if I was Big Rom I'd want to go back to Italy too mm. Mm. Uh, just for the culture of it you know big meme all cashed up. Hilarious. <laughs> if he went back and played very well in Italy. Maybe he just runs well on pizza. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Every legit every time he comes back to the Premier League though, he seems to well, when he went to United, he put he looked like he put on weight. Mm. Went to Inter, leaned out, he was a gun. He looks like he's putting on a bit more at Chelsea as well. It's like he's eating his feelings. In mm. that beige, beige English food. Yep. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Go to the cooking. go to the buffet and see ten meters of hot trays of beige food, <laughs> <laughs> food in it, <laughs> Cu- culture in it. All right, so we got fried fish, we got fried chips, <laughs> got Scotch egg, but we made them brown. <laughs> <laughs> Still in the shell, mate. In it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all the exciting transfer news I've got. Smaller teams have signed people. Newcastle have probably signed leaders of leaders of oil or something at this point. <laughs> Shout out Saudi Arabia. Just an oil drum as their centre back. <laughs> yeah, um, that'd be a free transfer too, given that you know the owners just have them kicking around. Um, but yeah, an exciting week for football, um, but not exciting enough given North Macedonia lost a game. Oh, didn't uh, qualify. No, it, well, they—I don't think they did anyway. But oh. then it was—I'm uh, oh, not sure. I—I I didn't fact check at all. It was their Nations League game. I was like, yeah, mm. they'll definitely win against Georgia, the That's country, right. not you the state. You did say that. Yep, yep. They got whacked three nil. Oh, rough. Uh, and then, you know, it's just sadness at that point. Um, but they did then hammer Gibraltar again, and they hammered them four nil this time though. Nice. Huge. Um, but then Stick they, they play North uh, North Macedonia plays Georgia and then they play Bulgaria. Mm. So, you know. Could be tough. Revenge game though. Get him back. Yeah, back him. Go the line. One and a half goals. Probably. Yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. one and a half. Um, but yeah. All right. Beauty. Should we flip a coin? I reckon. Yep. Coin flip. Round 13. Yes. Yes. Uh, given that we're on episode thirteen, I'm going to back to me. You reckon? I think so. I all think right. we've all flipped it four times. Yeah, I was definitely last week. So, um, cool. We are ready to flip. Flipping. Oh, jeez. Ting. 
have to call it after it's been flipped. Well, to be fair, whatever, we, mate. We gave you plenty of notice. He had to open the app or the website. We gave you so much notice. That's, Isaac made the. That's fair. That's fair. It feels extra he has stressful. Two options, and he's taken this long. It feels extra stressful to call it post flip. It doesn't actually Don't change the outcome glasses. either. No, I know that's that's the funny. Too. No, no, because I've observed it, so it's impossible for anything to change it. <laughs> Correct. I've also seen it. Yep. Wait, this is not a Schrodinger situation. Schrodinger's flip. <laughs> Heads. Yeah, it's tails. Bro. Tails. It never tails fails. Never fails. And Fuck. it continues never failing. Fifty-four point six percent goes the way of tails to forty-five point four percent heads. Landslide. That now makes us slightly in favour of. Wow, we are 54% tails of, on our own flips. And we are 54%. Stats don't lie, people. Uh, <laughs> Stats don't lie. So that is insanity. That's in, that line, the math works in line with the public. Beauty. Um, but yeah. All right. Unlucky, ready? In my head, I wanted to. T- in my head, I wanted tails. But it was heads in my heart. <laughs> It was, it was towers on the coin too, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that's enough. All right. See you next week. It's going off. Yuck. Uh, Uru. That's what I say. <laughs> Uru. <laughs> well, I wish I think I should. <laughs>